It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Democratic administration of Illinois, the governorship funneled federal COVID relief funds to a local Black Lives Matter organization under the guise of crime prevention. And one of the organized, one of the leaders of this local BLM group has actually been charged with violent crimes themselves. So it just, I mean, just outright, this is, this is crazy to hear. The Democrats put in place policies in Chicago and New York and and, in LA that result in crime. They support riots. They supported Black Lives Matter rioters. Then once all this chaos and insanity happens, the federal government comes out, the Democrats, and they say, we're going to give federal COVID relief funds, your tax dollars, by the way. And then they shuffle it right back into BLM groups. But it's not just this story. There's a huge scandal ongoing where apparently BLM, we don't even know where their fundraising is going. No one knows who's in charge. Their address is apparently not even real. And it's gotten so bad that even blue states are threatening the BLM organization over their lack of financial transparency. And BLM has now shut down fundraising outright. So we got to get into all that stuff. Plus, we got more developments in the, I got to admit, rather tired ongoing Spotify Joe Rogan controversy, controversy. But the White House has chimed in. John Stewart has chimed in, and I kid you not, the president of Brazil is chiming in. Huh. I, if you were going to tell me that Joe Rogan's show would a- a- end up being involved in an international incident, I'd be like, I don't know about all that, but here we go. We're getting to that point. I wouldn't be surprised if like Vladimir Putin comes out and he's like, I like Joe Rogan. And then and Joe Biden is like, we cannot have this kind of support for, for misinformation. And that starts the whole Ukraine-Russia war or whatever. <laughs> But we'll get into all that stuff. We got Joe Biden coming out once again, lying, saying you can't buy cannons. He was like, the Second Amendment doesn't allow you. When when they wrote it, you could wrote it. You couldn't buy cannons. Yo, you can literally buy a cannon right now. Mm. Like we we pulled up the website. Like it's we don't want anyone to buy (laughs) cannons, obviously, but it's like not hard to find. It's your right. James Madison literally wrote a letter to a private ship owner telling him he could own cannons. Was that was was that Tucker Carlson? D- D- James Madison. D- Joe Biden wants to think you shouldn't have a cannon. You should <laughs> actually. <laughs> we're going to talk about all this, and I have to say first and uh, outright, we were going to have Dan Crenshaw tonight, but he has to be in Congress for a vote, and so you know, with respect, I'm glad he's there and doing his job because a lot of people in Congress don't. So. Unfortunately, it just means he couldn't be here. Luke came down because he wanted to make sure he was a part of that show. But we have Luke here instead. So you can all be uh, what, what, uh, happy, grateful yeah. that uh, Dan could make it because you get, you get Luke now. First uh, of all, Tim, we need to buy that cannon immediately. Yeah. Second of all, honk, honk, mother truckers. Welcome back, beautiful Gosh. and amazing human <laughs> beings. Freedom is winning. The official narrative along with CNN is crumbling. And we have the unveiling of some of the biggest lies in our society. It's an amazing time to be alive. And uh, thank you so much for having me back. I was looking forward to a spirited conversation with Mr. Crenshaw. Sadly, that doesn't happen. We have Seamus, though. So there, I know, that. man. Yeah. I was bummed, too. Yeah. 
but yeah. Really <laughs> anyway, if you, want to, if, if you want to support me, you can on the Why? best political. Why? On excuse me, there, sir, Irishman. <laughs> you can support me on the best political shirts dot com, and you could get uh, spirited T shirts like the one that I have right now that say the real island boys, oh, yeah. which you could exclusively get on the best political shirts dot com. And I'm also going to be doing a meetup in Florida, uh, in Fort Lauderdale. If you want to be a part of that? Sign up on my email list on wearechange.org. And uh, here's. Uh, Spirited this is uh, oh, wow. <laughs> spirited is a word for it. Well, what, what would you make fun of his glasses? No, you know what? Actually, I think the glasses are the one thing about him that make him oh, seem wow. smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I won't knock him for that. It's great to have Luke here. No, I actually am happy to do a show with him, believe it or not, despite the fact that he's constantly insulting me in chat just for keeping his seat warm. It's true. My name is Seamus Coglin. I am a cartoonist. <laughs> did, I, did I interrupt you? Did I interrupt him I'm just once? Clear, I'm just clearing my voice here. I'm sorry. Yeah, got to clear no, my no, voice. It'd be a shame uh-huh. if that went out, huh? Um, <laughs> so I have a political cartoon channel called Freedom Tunes. We just released... A cartoon about Justin Trudeau and the Truckers. If you guys want to check that out, it seems to be very popular right now. The fans are enjoying it. I think you will too. And man, there's a whole lot I want to get into tonight with the the stories you brought up. I'm excited. Yeah, so much, man. There's a lot. Super Hopefully, Bowl mask scientists yeah. say you got to put pantyhose over your yes. face. It's messed up. Hopefully, oh. Luke lets me get a word in edgewise Never. over here because I've got <laughs> a lot of thoughts doubtful, on all yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, hi, Ian Crossland over here. What's up, everybody? Uh, IanCrossland.net. Also, very happy to be here. Luke, great to see you, my man. We'll and back. maybe we can toss it over to our fifth guest before, oh, yeah. uh, well, what's the, the fifth guest? Yeah, yeah we yeah. brought, uh, or, or Fauci or yeah. somebody. <laughs> I, I redecorated just a little somebody, bit. Yeah, Luke brought a guest of like, Luke insisted. I, this is the best part. Listen, no. Luke insisted we get a bunch of Florida oranges, mm-hmm. but the funniest thing is the big box in the middle is mango. Oh, yeah. Like they, they were, they're like, I don't know. Orange box. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Come on. That, that, that's partly Linda's fault <laughs> yeah, here. No, but yeah. as a Florida man and, and a Polish Florida man, we are very gracious. We brought a lot of oranges for everyone to consume here. Wow. Yeah. Straight from Florida. Yeah, of course. It's yes. weird like everything's about ethnicity with you. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm also here, yeah. I am pushing buttons in the corner. I did buy the mango drinks. They're delicious. The box was orange. I don't care that they're not actually oranges. They also have caffeine in them, and I'm not sorry. Sorry. Before (laughs) we get started, ladies and gentlemen, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member. Help support our work. We are principally funded by your membership. The website runs off of membership for the most part. And as a member, you'll get access to exclusive members-only podcasts from this show, the Uncensored Edition. We put up a show every Monday through Thursday around 11 p.m., so there will be one tonight. But also, if you go to TimCast.com, click the store, you can get your very own – that's that's not the right one. There we go. Your very own free honk honk t-shirt. This free honk honk t-shirt is got the Canadian maple leaf, but it's modeled after the free honk honk flag. And it's a free honk honk. So if you want to help spread the word on the great honking and simultaneously support our show, check out the TimCast.com store. It's also, uh, it's pinned to the chat over in our, in our live stream. And don't forget to smash the like button, subscribe to this channel. One like is one honk. Man, and I, I just want to say, I've seen all these videos that have been ongoing from the great honking protest, seeing these truckers out there. Just want to make sure you guys realize that the people out here who are in these trucks, when they're not near near their homes, they've traveled very far. They need food. They need help. They got to find the bathroom. I'm not going to presume to speak for them as to what they do need, but I certainly think it's feasible. You know, it's reasonable to say they're going to need your 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 local support, especially when the city's threatening to bring in police. They want to bring in military. So you know, shout out to all those people that are standing up for freedom. But let's get into that first big story we got from TimCast.com. Illinois governor gave three hundred thousand dollars of federal relief funding to Black Lives Matter. This is 
$300,000 in federal COVID-19 relief funds went to the Lake County chapter of BLM. I could not, when I saw this, you know what I wanted to do? I, I went on Twitter and I was like, what do I tweet? And I was like, oh, I know. I'll tweet, are you paying attention? Wait a oh minute. My gosh. No, I can't tweet that. For, not only does Jack Posobiec tweet that for everything, I'm like, I think you just, we're paying attention now, especially if you're following me on Twitter. So I just said, I'm not even going to ask. I know you're paying attention. It's this bad. Let me pull up their official documentation. This is COVID-19 relief funds. Check it out. Your business was shut down. You're in massive debt. You're getting evicted from your house. Your business was burned down in a riot. So money was taken from your tax dollars or printed and borrowed. And the Democratic administration from the federal government gives it to the states. And then Illinois says, we're going to give it right back to BLM. Here it is right here. Look at this. Under the guise of criminal ju- uh, of criminal justice and crime intervention, Black Lives Matter got $300,000. When we talk about January 6th, when we talk, talk about the federal government going after only one political faction, letting the rioters do whatever they want, barely prosecuting anybody, going after a bunch of MAGA Mimas who were let in the Capitol, and then you can see they're directly funding them. You know what? Maybe the reason they're not going to charge any of these rioters with terrorism, because then they'd all basically be committing some kind of sedition yep. and insurrection, and then they would be ineligible. So when, when they when they sued Madison, Madison Cawthorn saying he couldn't run for re-election, I tweeted out, Kamala Harris is ineligible to run for public office because she engaged in insurrection against these United States by providing material support to those engaged in insurrection and terror against yep. this country. Yep. Amen. So BLM is kind of the perfect scam here because there are absolutely no results needed. What are the strings attached to when you give them money? What are they going to say? It's part of what's brilliant about this kind of political activism, generally speaking. The worse the problem gets, the more they can claim that they're needed and the more they can claim that you have to give them money or else you don't care about the problem. On top of that, when it comes to JB, I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with him or if the audience knows much about him, but being from the state of Illinois originally, I can give you a few facts on him that will uh, leave you unsurprised with the fact that he would mismanage federal funds in this way. Firstly, he is every single thing that the left claims to hate and he's all of them at the same time. It's almost amazing. He is a billionaire trust fund baby venture capitalist. And in the state of Illinois, he raised the collective tax burden by $5.25 billion, still couldn't balance the budget. He tried to raise it $8 billion, but wasn't able to. But he himself does everything he can to avoid taxes. He had a second house, which was a mansion, and he had every single toilet removed from it, so it would be considered uninhabitable when the tax assessor came, and no he wouldn't way. have to pay. Yes, and so he wouldn't have to pay as much in taxes. Wait, wait, he's wait. An absolute swamp creature. So, so, so we could take the toilets out of here and just put like a, we could dig a hole in the backyard, and I don't got to pay taxes. And yeah, so well, you, oh you have gosh. to pay some taxes, but it's assessed of as being at a lower value if it's uninhabited or uninhabitable. Wow, that's, yes, that's that's amazing. Very slimy. Well, if there's yeah. anything that the government's really good at, it, it's wasting your money and mm. scamming people. And this is a perfect example of this. Where did that money go to? An organization that can't even account for sixty million dollars. As of course, there's ongoing investigations into BLM right now. I mean, what did you expect? And then, I mean, there's there's so many different consequences here. There's so many different ramifications here. There's so many different ways we could even talk about this specific story, but this is how the government chooses to 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 take your money that, that you they, gave they, them? They create the problem. Hmm. Exactly. Then they take your money to fix the problem and give it back to the people creating the problem, yep. or, or partly. Just and then out. make more problems. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> so uh, the president of the Lake County BLM chapter, Clyde McLemore, uh, was arrested in Kenosha in 2021 and charged with felony battery of a police officer. So, look, 
you got somebody who is actually uh, arrested for a violent crime being given money under the guise of preventing violent crimes in Chicago. Now, innocent until proven guilty, of course, always. And with a lot of the stuff going on these past few years, I'm not necessarily going to say you just blindly trust cops or anything like that. But, yo, BLM, this is not the first scandal. It'll certainly not be be the last scandal. I, I think what people need to understand, I don't know how else to say it. There is a powerful element of the government that hates you, that is actively funding people who have destroyed lives and are destroying your businesses and your homes. And we are watching them do it with your own dollars. Yeah, yep. exactly. They funded an organization that called for the disbanding of the family unit. They mm-hmm. called. They funded an organization that literally has Marxist talking points that, that wants to, of course, spread divide and conquer techniques that have been effectively deployed in the United States and have worsened race relations here in this country. Yeah, well, it's funny because I was going to ask the question, could you imagine any right-wing organizations receiving this kind of money from the federal government like the Patriot Prayer Group? But then I realized they're pretty much entirely employed by the federal government aren't they <laughs> yeah patriot prayer patriot prayer group i'm sorry what's the organization oath keepers, oath keepers i'm yeah, sorry yeah, yeah uh, i don't know about I don't, I don't know what's going on with patriot prayer guys but uh oath keepers apparently mm-hmm. yeah yeah man we were talking about this the other day with julie kelly where you have all of a sudden these these people everyone's asking like why aren't they being charged in the january 6 you know riot and then all of a sudden they get charged yep because they were going to be called as witnesses yep. and now they can plead the fifth this podcast is sponsored by ramp Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Mm-hmm. Yo, dude. Very sketchy. I just, I, I, I got to be honest, though. I don't want to be Debbie Downer. I don't want to be negative Nancy, right? For some reason, we have these alliterative words <laughs> for being, it. you know, depressive. <laughs> but uh, I, re- I really do think that we're seeing these stories. It's exposing what's going on. And it used to be that this stuff happened and we didn't even know it was happening sure. around us. So the, the, what you got to watch out for is, you know, because I, I fall victim to this sometimes as well. You read all of this really bad stuff and you're like, man, things must be really bad. And then I stop and I'm like, actually, we wouldn't even know this was happening 10 years ago. Exactly. So it's actually, you know, it's bad it happened. But we've got investigative reporters exposing all of this stuff. That's pretty good. Yeah, there's a theory out there is, you know, people are asking themselves, is the world becoming a a worser place or are we just finding out exactly how the world really works? And I think we're finding out exactly how the world really works and there's consequences for negative actions. Uh, For every action, there's an equal reaction. That's Newton's third law. And even just, you know, yesterday we had the Indiana Attorney General come out and say that BLM is a scam and he said that the House of Cards is starting to 
fall, as of course there's major questions about the $60 million that were given to them by major institutions, by very powerful players, and now even governments, not just multinational corporations pushing an agenda, not just BlackRock and the ESG social credit score, but, but there's so much influence here when it comes to pushing this narrative and the unraveling of it, it's going to have equal consequences in my opinion. There's something interesting to be said about individuals choosing to donate, but the, the the government funding, I have to wonder if, you know, I'm willing to bet Illinois is not the only state that did this. Absolutely not. I'd love to know to the extent to which you've got these smaller groups. Think, just think about this. We had riots all over the country. It was not centrally organized, not necessarily. It may be through perhaps the Democratic Party and like groups like Act Blue that were bailing out a lot of these people. But the funding that went to these smaller groups in all of these different places where did where did they get that money from? If Illinois was giving it to a local chapter, would would you know is is government funding them in other areas? I'd have to assume yes. And most importantly, what did they do with that money? Is the b- yeah. bigger question asked here? And there, it, it could be reasonable to to ponder that maybe they don't want to release the records of the sixty million dollars because now the the California and the Washington Attorney General are demanding the financial disclosures of where the money came from. You could argue that maybe there's even more governments that were involved here with the funding of BLM that they don't want publicly. Do release and that's why the data hasn't been out there do you remember that there was that guy in california who had his own group called black lives matter and he raised like 300 grand on his own and then they went after him and tried like they destroyed his life he he owned it before they did and they went after him so this was an actual activist this wasn't some guy trying to but it was like i repeat myself right but was was this actually someone who believed in the cause trying to raise money or was he using their name when blm first started there was no like centralized organization Mm -hmm. or anything so he was like okay i'll make a nonprofit. we'll call it this and his and his he said his goal was to bring the community and the police together so that we can end you know this clash and this conflict right that flies in the face of yeah, what they're actually yeah, trying to do they're, they're trying to abolish the police exactly. so they accused him of being a charlatan a fraud his fundraiser fundraising was all suspended they went after his finances and he was legitimate he was like as far as i know he was totally legitimate well and that's the thing they always go say black lives matter as if that's all they actually want but they know if you say BLM, what you're actually saying is I support this organization. And the reason we know this is because this guy was literally saying in the most direct way possible, Black Lives Matter. And they said, nope, can't do that. It's it's time we recognize this idea of the working class and the elites and these other classes based on a 100 years ago. This, this writings of, you know, 100 year old yeah. dudes is wrong or at least needs to be updated. Because how do you explain these urban unemployed leftists who are not working class, mm-hmm. but they claim to be? And they hold these insane ideologies and they support these insane cultural ideologies. They're not the truckers are the working class. These people aren't, you know, I, I refer to them somewhat as intelligentsia because they're college educated, but they're not the intelligentsia. They're not smart people. No, they're not. They're not writing books and they're not writing poems and they're not saying, I challenge you. They're just walking around going like, tell me whatever to do, Walmart. They're like the corp, the corporate the corporate NPC class. Yeah, they're yeah. repeating statements instead of creating art, instead of creating entertainment, instead of actually building stuff. They're, they're literally just saying, just tell me what to say and I'll say it. Uh, tell me what I need to do to, to go along and get this perfect uh, governmental, environmental, social credit score that's going to, of course, profit my business and, at the end. It's not a stretch to imagine that more governments supported BLM financially because they supported them in many different ways. Whether it's George Soros appointing a whole bunch of attorney generals that implemented a lot of their policies 
policies, whether it's government officials bailing them out, whether it's government officials literally supporting them, giving them permits to march, whether it's Dr. Fauci and Bill de Blasio excusing their mass marches and mobilizations, saying that they're good for the general public, rather than, of course, attack anyone who was going against protest against the state. That was bad, and that was causing sickness and COVID to spread. Again, there was so much hypocrisy. The state coddled this movement and brought it to a very significant place in our culture that has had horrible effects on everyone. Well, let's let's pull up the uh, the bigger story in this in this whole whole thing. Uh, shout out to Andrew Kerr of the Washington Examiner investigating this. Black Lives Matter has shut down fundraising days after liberal states threatened legal action. We don't know who's in charge. We don't know where the money is. Apparently, they went to the address that BLM files. <laughs> And there's nothing there. And the people there are like, I have no idea what you're talking about. There's no BLM here. Yo, it's almost like BLM is a shadow organization that never really existed. So what is it? it? Is it a charity? BLM? Well, it's like, wait, are the, so the people who are encouraging American citizens to burn down their communities are sketchy? This is crazy. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Oh, okay. well, so they start a charity, Black Lives Matter. I imagine it's a 501c3. I'm trying to figure it out. I think it says it is. And then what happened? All these chapters started spawning. Well, there's, uh, there's, Black Lives Matter. there's local chapters because anybody can make a local whatever they want. And they're you know? not charities, but they, they, can yeah, also, they probably are. So they might be charities, too. Yeah. But it's the uh, the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. Mm. That's like the official organization. Yo, you've got California saying, like, where's the money? And they went, uh, Indiana says it's a scam. The Indiana AG was like, it's a it's, he's like, it's it's indicative of what scams do. I'm looking at and this. It's a house of cards. There's yeah. the Black Lives Matter Foundation, which is not the Black Lives Matter movement. It's also a foundation of 501c3. December 19th was formed, and it's been taking donations. There's an advisory from BuzzFeed. NBC is like, watch out for the Black Lives Matter Foundation because it's not affiliated with the movement. Uh, so there you're starting to see like money grab, fraudulent scams pop up, at least in this instance. Yeah, so this is it right here. I pulled it up. The Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. Former executive director was Patrice Cullors. Everybody knows her because she's that lady who bought all those houses, right? Yeah, three, I think three or four houses. I think she had five. Oh, wow. Yeah, she had five and they were, they, you know, they were, they were up there, huh? And it's a 501c3 and currently it has nonprofit compliance issues. Wow, man. Yeah. Well, they're not disclosing the finances. They're not disclosing the numbers. They're supposed to have public records of what is happening with that money. They're preventing people from see it. And, 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 and when journalists are asking about this, the people who were initially asked about this are now trying to conceal their information or hide who they are to not even be held accountable for this as the California Department of Justice is literally threatening these leaders saying that they could be held personally liable if they don't disclose the financial records. Let me, let me just read this. Let okay. me just read this for you guys. All right, you, you, you guys ready for this one? Let me build this, a little bit of suspense. From InfluenceWatch.org. Purchase of former Communist Party of Canada headquarters. What? In July 2021, <laughs> the nonprofit M4BJ purchased a 10,000 square foot mansion in downtown Toronto. Did they take the toilets out? To formerly served as the headquarters of the Communist Party of Canada. <laughs> According to the Washington Examiner, the bulk of the 8.1 million uh, purchase price came via a restricted capital grant provided by the BLM Global Network Foundation. Where'd your money go? They took over the Communist Party headquarters in Toronto. <laughs> well, this is what I find so hilarious. Tim, earlier you were talking about the intelligentsia. And it is true, according to Pew Research, that people who have higher education or have been through higher education are more likely to support BLM. But one thing I find very interesting about that is if this is a movement which is more likely to be supported by really intelligent people, how did none of them figure out that it was such a scam? 
it's very funny because in this country, probably over the past 100, maybe 150 years, our notion of what education is supposed to be changed. So in the past, it was something that was set aside for a very small minority of people who could handle things like learning Greek and Latin by the time they were 16 years old and who would be completely familiar with the entire Western lexicon and then would go on to higher learning. Now, I think it's great that we have widespread literacy and we've increased access to education, but when it comes to higher education, we've just tried to funnel everyone through it, even though the entire model that was created initially was for the particularly and, and really highly intelligent. And so what's happened is we've dumbed down higher education to the point where the people who go through it can't even spot that something like this is an unbelievably well, obvious that. scam. It, it's not that they can't spot it. It's that even just basic questioning of the institution and the organization labeled you a racist, labeled you as someone yes. who is intolerant labeled you as someone who was bigoted when when you didn't support these Marxist ideas, you were, of course, attacked viciously by a lot of powerful organizations and institutions that were just blindly writing checks to these organizations. So that had a huge social factor to it. Yeah, no, but and I, I would even question would, the validity of that study myself personally. Yeah, so I, I think it's it's both. I mean, you're absolutely right that they're not allowed to question it, but I, I think part of the reason they're not allowed to question it is because higher education no longer has the same message it used to, which is that we should be questioning things, we should be trying to discover new ideas, and this should be reserved for very intelligent people who are actually capable of wrestling with ideas and aren't just going to go along with the group. Yeah. You guys, so that whole Whoopi Goldberg thing was started over the Mouse book and to Kill a Mockingbird getting mm -hmm. removed from the curriculum. The New York Post even claimed Mouse was banned. It's literally it's not, not true. So I've got a couple points to make. This is fun. So I was on Facebook and this lefty guy I know, he like posted, hey, look, they banned Mouse and then linked to a story. And I responded with, they didn't ban it. They just took it off the curriculum. And the response was, that means the school banned it. No. And then I responded with the Gulag Archipelago was also banned. And they all went, whoa, really? And I was like, that's right. <laughs> because it's not in their curriculum. That means yeah. it's banned, isn't it? Yeah. So I saw another post, right? And it's all, it's this meme going around. Many of you may have seen it where it's a stack of books and all of these banned books. And it's from like Occupy Democrats or something. And it says, kids, listen, if anyone tells you that you don't, that you, you can't read a book, you need to find this book and read it and decide for yourself. My response was absolutely. We should be sending kids the book rigged by Molly Hemingway yes. so they can learn about the election. And if anyone tells them they shouldn't read it, that's proof they should. Irreversible harm. And then well, it's yeah. actually funny because I saw that post. I saw that meme. And one of the books in the meme was like The Joy of Sex. And it's like, yeah, before a certain age, you probably shouldn't be reading that. But they're not banned books. It's No, like, I, know, I know. So so they told me, you know, these, these books aren't banned. Are, 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 these, these books are banned. And I was like, when I was a kid, a banned book meant if you brought it to school, they'd take it from you and call your parents. They'd be yes. like, this is inappropriate for kids. You should not be showing this. And usually it was like serious adult stuff. Mm -hmm. That's a banned book. When they're just like, we're not going to make it required reading, but we don't care if you have it. It's in the library if you want to read it. It's that, not this banned. It's not banned. No. But this is, uh, how do we how do we get into the book thing again? I don't know. You're mentioning. Well, we were just talking about higher education and how it's oh, you know, right. totally the problem failed with in that this country. Is that being intelligent and educated doesn't mean that you're moral. And no, so absolutely. a lot of really intelligent Ooh. people do really immoral things like yeah, the Nazi scientists, you. for instance, but, but maybe BLM as well. I don't know. Buenos dias world from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I would, would consider it. I agree completely, but I also think that's a product of the fact that in some ways we've reclassified what it means to be intelligent. So historically, and I think if you look at like Aquinas or Aristotle, their definition of intelligence was that you were able to see the world for what it was and then act in accordance with it. And now we've changed it to more or less refer to people who have something approximating G, which is what we usually talk about when we're talking about IQ, like their their ability to wrestle with abstractions uh, and notice patterns, their working memory, that kind of thing. And those are all really important, and they're strongly correlated with, with economic success. But intelligence in the classical sense also does include a person's ability to behave virtuously because virtue is just acting within reason that uh, rather than I, choosing short-term I, pleasure which is more intelligent i want to think of it like that uh, that bell curve meme of the really dumb yeah. person yes. the mid midwit and then like the smart person mm-hmm. and it's like the really really dumb person understands you know that the, the, many of them not all of them there's a dunning kruger effect but they're like you know in when you're smart, you can make things work and you can figure it out. The really, really smart people understand this, but the people in the middle are like, I went to school, therefore I'm smart. Exactly. Huh. That their, their whole, the whole basis is we're, we're the better men Ugh. because those truckers never graduated college. Exactly. The, the, the non-college educated, you know, it's really funny when the left mocks the non-college educated working class people because they do dumb things. I'm like, the funny thing is those truckers, those trades, men and women, the people working for the fire department, for the police department, for these other organizations have experienced the real world to a to a substantially larger degree than college kids. And they make their decisions and actions based off real life. Yep. And these college graduates have never actually experienced real life. And they live in a bubble where they think they're smarter than everybody, but could not make they, – they, they would never be able to figure out how to make a rudimentary machine. They'd just be like, I don't know. The government should do it for me. And, exactly. and Seamus, just really quick. The system, the education system rewards people who are indoctrinated successfully yep. and are able just to regurgitate and repeat the talking points that are told to them. And this is why Walmart, Goldman Sachs, the CIA, all of them were singing the praises of BLM and their virtues and their Marxist ideas. They were like, this is a great idea. The CIA even went on a tirade promoting Black Panther as some kind of woke ideology, <laughs> which is absolutely crazy and mind-boggling. So – so these are regurgitators and repeaters, yep. I, I, and I would even question that kind of mark of intelligence myself. No, I, I would agree with you completely. I mean, so the average college uh, graduate has an IQ of about 114. So that's, I mean, that's a, a bit above average, but that's by no means exceptional. So to boast, I graduated college as if that's any kind of accomplishment anymore is absolutely ridiculous. And to look down on your average working person who's like likely just as smart as you and certainly has more knowledge of the world than you do is completely ridiculous. I feel uh, ashamed that I went to college. I feel yeah, ashamed no, that I went into that <laughs> Me too, but I went to And I wasted school. my time. Wasted your time there, Seamus? No, no, no. Honestly, I I, no, I'm very, I'm actually very, I, I was privileged to be able to go and I'm very glad that I was able to go. But it's true that like to brag about, to like look down on people because you have a college degree and they don't is absurd because basically anyone can get a college degree nowadays. I still can't spell it. It's absurd. I still can't write and spell, and I have a college diploma. (laughs) It's like you don't have to be smart to graduate college. You you don't. You just got to fill out the dotted line and hand in the paper 150 times. And just repeat what the professor tells you to repeat. Here's what what I I just find. I find it kind of sad because I really want to help people succeed. Like 
when people come to me and they ask me for real advice, I'll, I'll, I'll tell them like, here's the best advice I can give you. You know, there's a bunch of other people who know stuff I don't know. I was on the phone earlier with another big, you know, uh, independent media organization asking them for advice. And, uh, I see these people on Twitter and they like to, you know, these people with almost no followers who just complain about the government all day and stuff. And I'm like, I kind of got no problem to complain about the, complain about the government, just complain about the wrong thing. But they make fun of people for not being college educated. And they specifically come after me for not finishing high school. And I'm just, I, I want to stop and ask them, like, what is the point of your life? Like, what are your life goals? Do you want to fit in? Do you want to look around the room and say, I've accomplished something? To you, is that having a degree? Because to me, I don't care what you think. I just care about doing cool stuff. You know what I mean? So, so as I'm growing up, I never saw the point of how a degree or a diploma would do, would do anything to help me achieve my goals and my dreams. And these people who pursued that are now laden with student loan debt. They want the government to pay it off for them. And they're insulting me for running a successful business because I didn't finish high school. It's completely backwards. I think they genuinely do not understand what life is. And so they just complain and they're scared and confused. Well, there's a, there's a way that the system coddles kind of comfort and, and makes you adverse to any kind of, uh, you know, things that you have to actually work for. And whether it's just blinding yourself with pleasure or entertainment or video games, the system right now is literally, I believe, priming you to live in a box to be a part of a VR metaverse technological world where you have all your pleasures just delivered right to you when it comes to actually sacrificing when it comes to actual hard work when it comes to actual pain that those are virtues that are not taught to individuals they're 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 in our society it, it's it's looked upon as something negative but it but it's something that of course makes life as amazing and it's worth living for with those things in it yeah i would also say this when people sort of look down on you for your level of education, even though you have a very successful business, there's something ironic about that because particularly with the purpose of modern education, it's more or less to get people credentialed so that you can predict their future success. So to say like, well, you don't have the predictor of the success that you ended up having is a backwards way of looking at it. I think at this point, and I've talked a lot about it, higher education is basically just, it's put people in this isolated space where they become indoctrinated not necessarily on purpose. I know there's a lot of professors that do try to indoctrinate, obviously. But when you take a bunch of people and put them in an environment where they're not actually going to learn anything meaningful for the most part. I mean, obviously, they might learn about the great works and, and the great quotes. But I mean, can they fix a toilet? Yeah. Can they can they repair their car? Can they balance a checkbook? Did they learn finance? A lot of people go to school for things that don't make sense. No, yeah. So, so what happens when you take all of these people, put them in this room, they develop no meaningful skills release them into the world, they're confused why they don't fit into society and they get angry about it. They demand the government change everything for them. But if they did, the system would collapse because these are not the people propping the system up. Mm -hmm. You want to know who's propping the system system up? Very, very obviously. I know it, it's it almost ad, ad nauseum at this point. Truckers uh -huh. tra transferring the goods, carpenters, tradesmen, contractors, plumbers, electricians. All Like I tell you, man, get any degree in the world you want. You will, you will need a plumber a hundred times more often than you will need someone with a degree in, you know, from a liberal, liberal postmodern literature or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, like I, I read Marx and I read uh, all of these great works Herida. about communism. I'm like, can you fix my toilet or not, dude? I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. I'm wondering, about. I'm thinking about the difference between IQ and EQ. That's intelligence quotient and emotional quotient and mm. kind of how the idea of intellect is you could probably divide it into both. And I wonder if it's the struggle of the blue collar work that 
develops EQ. The, the, it's the pain of like having to do something you don't necessarily want to do that you learn like how to I gotta, deal with I gotta, emotions. EQ is more. I gotta stop you right stability. there. No, no, I gotta stop you right there. What do you mean you don't want to do? What does that mean? Like it's 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 stressful jobs that are stressful. Mm-hmm. What a job that is that is stressful is the job that you don't want to do, and that could be any job in the world. Well, like this job is not stressful to me. I used to chop wood. That was really hard on my. And that's body. for you. And yeah. there are a lot of people I know that are like, I could never sit in a seat and talk yeah. about this kind of stuff. I'd be so embarrassed and insecure. I'd rather just chop wood, man. I know, I, I know people who work HVAC who are like, I tried doing other stuff, but this really is where I just feel the most useful. Like when we have a contractor come in here and you get a guy who's like a, just like a regular, you know, uh, laborer and he doesn't know anything about HDMI cords or 4K or whatever. And then he's like, oh, you got a support problem in your wall. I'm like, please help me because I have no idea how to fix that. <laughs> that's, that's a person who's passionate about their job, who says, I can solve this problem for you. They feel good about their job. Any, anybody can feel good about their job. The issue is we're taking these young people. We're putting them in colleges and telling them to be astronauts and rock stars. Y'all should have watched Fight Club because mm. yeah. Tyler Durden told you right then. That's not what, what you're going to be. Learn something meaningful. Mike Rowe says it. I want to push back a little bit. He said, don't follow your passions. Follow, what do you say? Follow your talents. No, he yeah. said, don't follow your passion. Let your passion follow you, basically. Take yeah. your passion with you to whatever job I, you yes. find. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. I think, you know, we have too many people who want to be acknowledged, but, you, but it's like they want to be on TV. They want to be influencers. They want all the likes. But you could just be a really, really great electrician. Mm-hmm. And then you go and work a job and you're going to have some family and they're going to be like, you are a lifesaver. We yeah. had no idea what the problem was, that the refrigerator went out, our food was spoiling. So he, he came in, snapped his fingers and solved all of our problems. Lifesaver. Yeah, just really quick, don't watch Fight Club if you're in China because the government there just edited yeah, the ending of it. it. But awesome. second of all, uh, you know, life has a lot of ups and downs. It's a crazy ride, but they're trying to incentivize that. It's only going to be up. But again, you can't have the up if you don't have the down. But, but this is why the World Economic Forum, a part of their 2030 pledge for not owning anything, not having any privacy, was also that you'll be happy. This mm-hmm. is what the system uses in order mm-hmm. to incentivize everyone because because they make you miserable on purpose. They create the circumstances in your life where you are indebted, unhappy, unsatisfied, and a little worker bee slave for their establishment. And then they're like, but we'll give you all the happiness. Just give us more mm-hmm. of your liberty, more of your freedom, more of your responsibility. Don't you don't have to you don't have to sacrifice and work hard. Those are bad things. And when you teach people not to sacrifice, not to work hard, you literally create little lemmings. You create the perfect slaves that are going to be perfect for the establishment to have as their little peons to do whatever they wanted to do with. Because then you get rid of personal responsibility and people's internal strength. But let's 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 have an honest conversation about this, right? When you have an ever increasing quality of life. When people today live better than, you know, the richest people a hundred years ago, when your dental care is better than Rockefeller's, mm. when your cancer treatment is better than Rockefeller's and all the, you know, the, the oil barons and the robber barons or whatever, at a certain point, that kind of increased uh, quality of life, it can't sustain itself. No. So what I think happens is you end up with these, these millennials who were told life will be better than it was then your, your, the life your parents led, your life will be better. Now it's not as good, but it's all relative. You know what I mean? A hundred years ago, if you took a poor person and brought them into the average apartment with clean running water, hot water, air conditioning, and a refrigerator, they'd be like, you must be a billionaire. Like, wow. Or a millionaire because of inflation. It wasn't as high that back then. But they would think you were like a king. It's like, no, no, no. This is just everybody gets it. So what's happening with the global elites is they're trying to take all that away from you so they can trickle it back really slowly. 
It's the idea that Harry Tubman said, I, uh, Harry Tubman said, I freed many slaves. I would have freed many more if only they knew they were slaves. They take away all of these luxuries from you. Then once you have nothing, they'll make you happy by giving you 0.1% back. And it's, it's worse and than just taking away luxuries. It's what they're doing right now. Yeah, well, this is why they talk about population control all the time. Sorry, Ian, you oh, have a point. I, I, don't, I think not only do they re, re, relieve you of your luxuries, but they'll induce suffering and then remove a little bit of suffering and call it happiness. But it's relative. So COVID happens. They destroy everyone's business. They make everybody uncomfortable and angry. People start losing their minds. Crime skyrockets. Now they can go, we'll save you. Yeah. And they slowly, Thanks, you know, Starbucks, they Yay. cause the problem, make you angry. Once you get used to it, they reduce the problem. They cause a little bit and you feel a little bit more relieved. Yeah, you then, see how that works? Call that happiness. That's the, right. The fleeting moment. And they say, you're happy now, right? You're happy. Well, this is why they've been trying to restrict people's ability to travel, to eat red meat and to live a life of freedom and personal responsibility. Because when you have that, they have less themselves and they're utter control freaks. A lot of them are sociopaths. They believe yeah. in this unrealistic idea of population control and population reduction for the betterment of the world, which is absolutely a ridiculous idea that has been That's debunked true. by many different scientists and different studies and different data sets already out there. But they still keep pushing it as if, if it's the norm. And now they're trying to push an agenda where we destroy the family unit because when we destroy the family unit, there's going to be a lot less people out there, which means a lot more resources for the billionaire class, a lot less for everyone else because I, they're not reproducing. I was kind of thinking that um, with, with the current economic trajectory we're on for globally, with China set to take over, maybe a lot of these elites have just said – you know, why resist it? Who cares who's in charge as long as they protect themselves and their assets? And so it kind of feels in many ways that there, this may be good for Americans in the long run, bad in a lot of ways, but good in a lot of ways that we get our freedoms. We, we, we restore, you know, balance in this country, but China does take over and then it asserts, you know, serious authority over the rest of the planet. But I kind of feel like it's possible that trajectory for China's rampant growth is inevitable. And that's why it's like we're kind of just spinning our wheels here. You know, I, I, mean? I see I it differently. Uh, yeah. just, just really, I just really wanted to make this point because it just brought so many important aspects that I really just want to talk about really quickly. You know, there, there's a reason Henry Kissinger and David Rockefeller opened up China to the rest of the world. There's a reason individuals like Bill Gates and other multinational billionaire corporate entities are the one advising China and propping up China to be as powerful and as prominent as they are right now. And and I think it's it's not what what you said, Tim. I see it differently. I see it as the corporate elites trying to bring in the Chinese model into the rest of the world. So we are uh, under a social credit score. We are living like we are in China with the government centralizing, controlling every aspect of our existence. I think that's the end game. I think that's where they're trying to go. And I think COVID was an excuse for them to try to initiate a lot of their programs and initiatives in order to make that happen. Sorry, go ahead, James. You know, I also wouldn't assume that China is together enough to have any real long-term success. Their economy is developing right now. But first of all, they're going to hit a birth dearth. They already have hit a birth dearth because they don't have... Males? Enough women to incel yeah, apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. they're going to have their incel apocalypse. They're they're not going to be uh, having children at a proper replacement rate. And you've sort of mentioned how that could be grounds for some kind of conquest for them. But there's only so far you can go with that. I genuinely believe that the more comfortable China becomes, the more their citizenry is going to become like our own in many ways. And I'm referring specifically to the unfortunate aspects of our citizenry. They're not going to be as interested in virtue or self development or even in family. And I think their system's going to rot within. And then we, on the other hand. 
will likely face some very difficult times. And I think that's going to result in the average person becoming more virtuous. And so there really is cause for hope here. Well, let's let's talk about a cause for hope, because the one thing that breaks all of this is independent media. And we got this story from The Independent. John Stewart sides with Joe Rogan as more artists leave Spotify. This overreaction is a mistake. Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, blah, blah, blah. Then Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Then uh, Roxanne Gay, I believe her name is. Mm -hmm. She's pulling her her, her podcast. I don't know what her podcast is, but she does have 800-some thousand followers on Twitter. So it's probably not nothing. But check this out. In what may be the weirdest turn in the Joe Rogan story, Mike.com reports... Brazil's far-right president is thirsty for Joe Rogan on Maine. Excellent headline, Mike. Really, really desperate, but uh, we get your point. Bolsonaro tweeted, I'm not sure what Joe Rogan thinks about me or my government, but it doesn't matter. If freedom of speech means anything, it means that people should be free to say what they think, no matter if they agree or disagree with us. Stand your ground. Hugs from Brazil. We also have El Salvador. What is this? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Sarcastic well, this font. is the president of El Salvador <laughs> making a comment specifically saying, um, you know, uh, you know, well, I can't Sarcasm read that. Font. Freedom of the press is under attack in El Salvador, but he did the, the, the SpongeBob. Sarcasm yeah. font. Yeah. Right. Joe Rogan. Joe. Yeah. The controversy around <laughs> you has reached international incident proportions. Yeah. I thought this was over. We talked about it. It's been like a month now. I'm, I'm honestly, I was kind of like, okay, okay, where are we doing this? But let's just, I, I just, how, how what's going on, man? Mm-hmm. We, live, we live in a, we a, live in a of, world a where the president is demented. Yeah. Who, 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 you, you see the video of, uh, Jill holding his hand and walking him and he's like wow. fumbling around, oh. like confused. Oh. Our president's lost his mind. He's deploying troops. We've got the fear factor guy is the most <laughs> influential media personality in the world. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is, it just, it's just, it's, it's quite Well, gross. the narrative crumbles under truth and they can't have people speaking the truth because when they do, it literally obliterates everything that they're trying to accomplish, which they would never be able to do if people were in the dark and they were ignorant. So they have to shut people down. And there has been a consorted multinational corporate effort to shut down Joe Rogan. The White House has been making statements saying that they need to do more to fight misinformation. It pretty much, uh, you know, alluding to the fact that they need to censor Joe Rogan. So when you have pressure from the U.S. government, when you have pressure from the ESG, uh, you know, environmental social governance credit score, when you have major banks and investment firms coming to you saying, hey, get rid of him, take him out. We got to censor him. That's a lot of pressure. But we're and, and but it also stands true to the important messages that he releases. Yeah, Yo, I'm, I'm loving this because I'm pretty sure all of this has increased Joe Rogan's influence oh, yeah. and reach tremendously. By like a full order of magnitude or more. Yes. Now, th- there's something I want to point out about this uh, this story. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. 
Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So firstly, I want to mention this. John Stewart, he made a lot of the right noises. He mentioned that this is an overreaction. Unfortunately, he ends up saying something along the lines of, you know, the real problem is that the algorithms are promoting misinformation, which is kind of what we hear from left-wing people who want to censor this type of thing. But I, I think that he might just be misled there. Stewart does not come, ac- come across as the kind of guy who wants to censor. One thing I wanted to point out, though, Tim, at the end of the uh, article in The Independent about this, we have a little blurb that uh, a misinformation a misinformation researcher called the warning labels on his podcasts too little too late. You know who that misinformation researcher is? Abby Richards. Oh, so the conspiracy theory pyramid. So, so Seamus made one, one of one of your best uh, works. By the way. Thank you. He, he analyzed <laughs> Abby Richards' conspiracy theory pyramid, so and she bad. actually is. It's it's the most insane thing I've ever seen. This woman who's considered an expert question questions the Iran Contra scandal. Like yeah. that's wow. not we know that happened. Well, she, and so what she said in response. State. Yeah, exactly. So what she said in response to that was, oh, well, like I'm questioning Reagan's involvement. But it, the point is kind of moot because she's had to remake her conspiracy theory hierarchy pyramid scale more than once because things on it literally turned out to be so, true. So, so she had to remove them. Yeah. I just want to make this point for Luke while Luke is here. She makes this pyramid where on the bo- it's like small on the bottom, it gets bigger on the top. And as you get higher up, it all of a sudden is like anti-Semitic conspiracy theory alert, and it's like hollow earth. <laughs> but one of the things she had on one of her original pyramids was Bill Gates microchipping people. And she had to remove it because Bill Gates is developing birth control microchips for people. There you go, Luke. Um, she had to take had, it out. She had COVID lab leak under yeah. uh, conspiracy she got rid of theories as well. She had to get rid of that. There was another one. I'm not sure if it would be too obscene to mention on air, but there was another one she mentioned. Where the, where the Hollow Earth used the Lord of the Rings font. The fo- right? yeah. Yes. No, that's right. <laughs> no, and then it's funny because she took the words deep state uh, as a conspiracy theory and she put them in a zone. She calls the anti-Semitic point of no return. But then lower down on the pyramid, someone pointed out. She has FBI spied on MLK. It's like, wait, so do you love believe how, in a deep state or not? It, she she calls the, like, if you believe in hollow earth, you're an anti-Semite. So, yeah, which is if crazy. You, if you believe in a deep state. <laughs> but then you, you made a really funny point in saying that she's the conspiracy theorist accusing all of these conspiracies of, of being, being connected. Yes, exactly. She calls them all Jewish and she also says they're all connected. So like believing the deep state is like connected to believing in hollow earth and like all this, these absurd tenuous connections. To, to, go to go br- watch the video if you to guys bring it like. all together. It's leftist meme review. She's like the opposite tunes. of Alex Jones. Yeah. Yes. yeah. No, no, no. But she, well, yeah, but to bring it all together, <laughs> this is someone being quoted in the mains, in, in a mainstream news source in a corporate, corporate press about accusing Joe Rogan of being misinformation. And she had to remake her conspiracy chart because she got it wrong so much. She literally said there were multiple things were called conspiracy theories that were too dangerous to believe on her chart that literally turned out to be true. So she had to remove them Amazing. from from updates. I'm having a good time. Updated Look at this. We got, we got this story. This Spotify CEO <laughs> is defending Joe Rogan again, saying that there will be opinions and beliefs that we disagree with, but they're not in the business of dicta- dictating discourse. I want to give a, a special shout out to Joe because he's done something tremendous for all of us. By being on Spotify, Unity did, he basically just built a 30-foot beautiful concrete wall from sea to shining sea. <laughs> yes. yep. Because what happens now is Spotify, made, they staked a claim on his show. They say, we need this to make money. We want this show. 
The more Joe has on controversial figures, the more we on our podcasts are able to have on controversial figures as well. Because when they, the CEO coming out now and saying, well, there's going to be people we disagree with. Yeah, because they can't ban Joe. So Joe becomes the, the baseline for what is basically allowed. And if Joe's going to talk to Robert Malone and Peter McCullough, yes. everyone else can too. Yeah, this is- They still might hold a double standard, mind you. But it sets that limit. We don't need his permission, though. We can do it. We it's can pioneer his, no, no, it as no. well. It's not about his permission. It's about Spotify's now in in the position of being like, but if we ban them, people are going to come at us about Rogan. And we don't want to lose that money. So just dude, stop, stop. He's, he's pushing the Overton window with what is acceptable to even be talked about. And when he's talking to mainline medical professionals that big tech social media companies censor, like people who are accredited, people who are in the field of mRNA vaccines, people who literally helped develop them. He's bringing uh, information and knowledge that is becoming sacred, but he's making it mainstream. He's absolutely obliterating the official narrative just by simply questioning it. He's not making statements. He's talking to individuals from both sides. He's not just interviewing conspiracy theorists or crazies or or people no. who are on the fringe. He's also interviewing Sanjay Gupta of all people. There's no way to attack this individual, so they literally make stuff up out of nowhere, and they're trying to destroy him, not even on any significant charges. They don't have the anything. Only, what do they have on them? The only way for the left to win is through authoritarianism. Yeah. I, and, and I'll be I'll be real. I've talked about it before. When you look at the political compass, you're talking about economic left and like uh, libertarian. So left libertarians. It is life on hard mode. This idea that you're going to convince everyone to cooperate and agree outside of capital is 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 almost a pipe dream. I think it's fantastic, but only works at really small scales. So as the left starts gaining more and more power, the only way to convert people, because they're going to fundamentally disagree with you, is through force. So they ban people. They censor. You look at all these countries. That's that's how they have to pull it off. They smeared Bolsonaro so hard. Yeah. I thought this guy was like a lunatic for the last couple of years when I've just the media has been talking about this far right authoritarian Brazilian guy. And I'm like, OK, here we go. We got another hard line. Nazi in power. But it turns out this guy supports American free speech and is going to speak up for Joe Rogan. Well, John Stewart made a good point. He, he said, you know, instead of just trying to counsel someone, debate that person. He didn't say it exactly like that, but he said, counter their points. What points are they countering that Joe Rogan has made? What arguments are they going that's, against Joe that's Rogan? That's the point. They yeah. can't. Exactly. You saw Joe, Sanjay did, try. Yeah, well, basically. Sanjay had, was forced to admit he was lying. You know what's really funny? <laughs> you take Sanjay out of his protective bubble, and all of a sudden he is like, yeah, it was not true. Shouldn't have said that. We shouldn't have said that. But he was a bumbling buffoon and then went on CNN the next day and said and contradicted himself, which was crazy, and said, oh, yeah, I, I didn't mean that. It's kind of hilarious, though. It's like everyone could see both. What was he thinking? Right. Right. It's like, it was like <laughs> talk smack about somebody to their face or, I'm sorry, behind their back, like on air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not behind their back when you're on air. Exactly. It's, it's, well, you're on CNN. You don't get that many viewers now. Let's true. be fair. He kind of yeah. had faith no one would see it. The only way the left is able to maintain any kind of narrative is through sophistry. Yeah. Manipulating, mm-hmm. withholding information censoring, shutting people down. I think if CNN and MSNBC went out of business tomorrow, like just disappeared, things, the world would change dramatically. I, I, I don't, I don't know if I agree. Really? Yeah. Somebody would replace them. It would be Young Turks or something like that. And to be honest, their ratings are so, so far down in the gutter. So you think you can't, I guess erasing the, the channel is different than erasing the methodology. You think the methodology is just going to perpetuate? Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. You, look, you're always going to have people who are willing to lie for money, and you're always mm. going to have people with a set political and, agenda and, who are okay misleading the public. And Maddow's gone anyway. She's 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 True. her show's changing. I guess what is like once a week, and oh. then she's she's out for two weeks. So she's basically just like, you know. She's she's cashed out as much as he could, ripping off these people. I love I love how these people go on Twitter and they're like, they're all right wing grifters, blah blah blah. It's like, yo, uh, Rachel Maddow and Brian Stelter and Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo. Like Cuomo literally pretended he was under quarantine. You guys are getting ripped off like crazy. Yeah. It's it's sad, man. It is. But I wonder how many of those people like they know it and they're just enforcers for these evil people, right? Like they're not. How well, many how many of these people I who think... are supporting them actually believe it? Or know it's a lie, but are in on it and helping. Yeah, I, I think there's a big proportion of it that's evil. Yeah. I think that there's a reason some of them get caught doing spirit cooking and all the horrible things. I think it gets even far worse or far deeper than we could even imagine. I think we're only scratching the surface with just how bad some of these e- people are. And then on the other half, there are some dumb people who are just following <laughs> along and repeating the things just to be accepted as in. Yeah, I, I think there's also a third group here, which is people who genuinely believe in the cause and they do this very dangerous thing, which is rationalize telling lies in order to get their agenda across. People will convince themselves that it isn't wrong to lie about something if they think the greater good will come about through telling that lie. And I think that's true in a very large majority of cases when it comes to these news reporters, because they're saying things that at some point they have to know aren't true. So, And I think they're able to rationalize that by saying, I'm one of the good guys. What I want for the world is better than what these Republicans want for the world, and they're willing to lie to get it. So why don't I do the same? You need thing? a lot of drugs to be in that state, to be honest with you. And I highly doubt there's a lot of them. But I know, I, I, no, I no, no, know, no, I, I think it's actually very common. They're children. They have a children's view. They view the world digitally, like we're at point A, and we'd like to get to point C, and that means point B is going to be brutal dictatorship. Mm-hmm. But point C is beautiful. They believe the ends justify the means because they have the mentality of toddlers. But the danger is because they I, don't they don't realize that you never meet the end. If your end goal was the extermination of all humanity, okay, well then I understand you'd say the ends justify the means because we're going to get to the end in about 5 years if we enact this policy. But if your if your goal is we want to create a socialist utopia and we're willing to wipe out, you know, people to get it, then how do you defend your new utopia from the next revolution? It's the same tired story. There is no end. You, there's maintenance after you achieve your goal. And maintenance using those strategies is just despotism, authoritarianism, mm-hmm. dictatorship, fascism, etc. I saw a friend of mine from one of my best friends from childhood. We were having an adult conversation in our 30s. This is like three or four years ago after Trump got elected. And he was like, we need to use their tactics against them. That's fascist. We need to use, I don't know if he was saying street violence, um, coercion. He was like, we will use whatever tech. And I thought, said, so you, you have to understand that you're becoming the demon that you want to destroy if you're doing that. It's the, the, the process is the destiny. I was yeah, trying to explain right. and it was right. so disturbing to hear an adult that. that I have trusted my entire life say these things to me after we've been through it together and talked about how you can't use the evil methodology to defeat evil it's impossible but but still he's brainwashed well yeah but but i would say it's even worse than that ian you said it's sort of like trying to um become the beast to defeat the beast but when he's saying we need to use street violence against these trump supporters we need to use their tactics against them what street violence is he talking about i think it was the proud boys antifa kerfuffle but the proud boys weren't starting those fights it's all whatever the media made them think i didn't ask exactly so so what happens is oftentimes a person will think i'm fighting fire with fire when they were just propagandized to think the other side was using fire in the first place so Mm -hmm. they're just attacking innocent people That's, that's exactly what it is the, the far left goes out and says we're defending ourselves as they burn down small businesses. Yep. 
It is it is psychotic. And they believe the ends justify the means. They're like, well, if we burn down these buildings, then in one year we'll have a utopia. It's like, yo, that's not going to happen because the guy who's who's building you burned down, he's going to come back with his own group of people protesting against you for being violent psychopaths. Yep, and the yeah. children of the people getting bombed in the Middle East are going to remember that their entire life. There's a great song about this that I heard. It's called Will of the yeah. People. It's oh, by wow. uh, Tim Cast. Oh, that yeah. one oh, yeah. guy, yeah. And it shows the cycle of revenge. By Timothy Cast, right? That's yes. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out. It's a song that I wrote. The cycle never ends. It, it only it, it begins doesn't. again. That's right. Yeah. So at the end of the uh, of the song, like one of the uh, well, I don't want, well, if you probably, many of you probably have already seen. It's called Will of the People. People are pulling down a statue, but every time they pull it down, it just rotates and another one comes up. Mm-hmm. It's not my idea. That was a piece of artwork based on uh, on the Arab Spring. That every time they pull one statue of a dictator down, it just springs up the next one. That's what it is. And these people don't understand that there's always a cycle of of authoritarianism, of violence. That that that's why the best thing we can do is build a system right now that respects people's fundamental rights, doesn't engage in these tactics. And that's literally how you get your utopia. Yeah. When you have freedom, you have prosperity. It's, it's that simple. When you have governments controlling every aspect of your existence, destroying capital and destroying the free flow of it, you have, again, the downgression and the the, the, the downgrading of humanity. Let's piss off YouTube and talk about guns. Yes. Uh-oh. I was Joe just about to Biden. say that. Joe Biden says, uh, Fox News reports, Biden repeats debunked Second Amendment canon claim, says no amendment is absolute. This guy, I look, I think Joe Biden is demented. Yeah. I think he's just generally not there. True in a nana shaba to pressure, yeah. if you know what I mean. Bad at care. He, he, he says gibberish. Got hairy legs. Like that. He's got hairy. I got hairy legs. The kids hairy sit legs. on my lap. They rub my leg hair down. <laughs> From the Washington Post, where democracy dies in darkness. Indeed it does. Biden's false claim, the Second Amendment, bans cannon ownership. Ladies and gentlemen, not only could you actually buy cannons back then, when they drafted the Constitution. And he was there. He was, yeah, yes. Right. <laughs> you can buy cannons right now. It's, it's, it's like Joe Biden just makes this stuff up. I, I honestly believe he knows he's lying. But he says this because he's trying to change the cultural perspective of Americans. He wants Americans to go around saying lies. It's really annoying when I have these lefty people. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, left. I shouldn't say lefty people because the left likes guns. The liberal establishment Democrat types. I can't stand it when they're like, calm down. No one's trying to take your guns away. And I was like, my Barrett, my Barrett M82 is banned in this state, this state, this state. And then they go, well, but why would you need that? Hey, 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 don't change. Don't move the goalposts. My flamethrower is banned in Maryland. I want to have my flamethrower here. I can't. Waco. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Not trying to take our guns. Joe Biden is a liar. Yes. And you take a look at uh, what's going on the truckers. We mentioned this last night. The military is concerned about going in and rounding people up because they might be armed. Not so. So you don't need guns to engage in active conflict. It prevents active yes, conflict. Exactly. It is a force balancer. Joe Biden wants to crack down and take people's guns as they always do. This is Biden's DOJ plan on gun crime. Prioritize gun violence, crack down on trafficking, national ghost gun enforcement initiative, pursue gun sellers of illegal guns. $500 million in reducing gun crime. Yo, they've been, they, they tried several years ago banning all semi-automatic weapons. Yep. They put, they proposed completely bill. insane because no one knows what semi-automatic means. That's mm-hmm. the problem. There's people who don't have guns don't know what semi-automatic the, the, means. The, yeah. the, the liberal, they, 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 they do this all the time. And I think a lot of it's on purpose. They'll take a picture of a rifle and call it an automatic weapon. Yes. It's a slight of, it's a verbal sleight of hand. Yep. Because they could say, oh, well, like, I meant semi-automatic, which is a type of automatic. It's like, come on, you know what you're doing. Yo, it's just like with the Joe Rogan thing. 
They don't know what they're talking about. They don't care what they're talking about. They just want a virtue signal. And there's a very serious problem. I I, I said it before. I'll say it again. Michael Malice likes to say, how could you possibly be blackpilled when you see how stupid these people are? And I'm just like, yo, a zombie is stupid, but a thousand of them are formidable and can take over a city and then convert people into zombies and all that stuff. So when I see hordes of people on Twitter who have no idea what they're talking about, Covington kids, you want to know what worries me? The Covington kid incident shows how a large group of NPCs can destroy the life of, of teenagers and w- what, could, what could be done. Now, we effectively countered that. Exactly. Prove the lies, yeah. but it doesn't always happen that way. Look at Russiagate. It, look no, at Ukraine right. gate. No, I mean, you're right. We don't always win, but I think people are starting to wake up to it. And, and there are reasons to be white-pilled. And their stupidity is one of those reasons. I remember when I was looking at the footage of Nick Sandman a couple years ago, you had the black Hebrew Israelites there. And the way the media reported on it was that they were young African-American men preaching about the Bible and oppression, which is a hilarious way of characterizing that. If you have any idea what the black Hebrew Israelites oh, right, are saying, yeah. these are things <laughs> that would get your channel banned if I said them out loud. Yeah. But You were also talking a little bit earlier about the fact that lefties really do like gun crime. Uh, Or I'm sorry, don't don't like gun crime. They actually don't have a problem with guns. And it's true. And you sort of mentioned establishment liberal types tend to be more likely to be in favor of gun control. But one thing I found is a lot of the more like milquetoast establishment Democrat liberals I know say that the one conservative position they have is that they're against gun control. It is a losing issue for the left overall, and I think there's a white pill there as well. I just want to mention as a as an absolute aside to derail. Yeah, I, <laughs> part of the reason, I just want to say part of the reason I got tripped up verbally there is because Tim was like standing, messing with things on the table. Luke very... Rudkowski. Luke! Broke yep. our Fauci bobblehead. Oh. I was redecorating. Because I tried because to stop him. He wanted to put the gorilla on top of he Fauci. Did, yes. I was redecorating, and then we were working on, on a thumb for the vlog where the gorilla was no. with Fauci, with, with Seamus' face. I, I literally there tried some stopping action, him There was some motion this. action that was happening for the for the. Luke, for you're the thumbnail, you are literally hurting Seamus's your credibility. We need you're to. hurting and, uh, your credibility uh, as a journalist. And how, do, I don't, how, do, how do we get the rights to that song by Celine Dion? I just... <laughs> glasses fell off. Yeah. So For everyone not watching, the gorilla Anyone was on top sees, of Fauci, no, the glasses fell off, the feet were disconnected. It was, it was, so. it was childish, it was ridiculous, I tried to put a stop to it. Anyone who yeah, watches the vlog is going to know that Luke is lying, you've just Absolutely undermined your not. credibility as Absolutely a journalist. Not. Your career's over. Anyway, yeah. what, what were we talking about? Something about We were talking about we were when we were talking about and then Luke comes in with his shenanigans This was before the show, first of all. We were talking about specifically how when governments disarm citizens historically, this usually leads to a lot of atrocities. Always does. Always. Also, this is what I'm saying. Democrats, even establishment Democrats, the actual constituents are generally against gun control. Right, right, right. So let me let me ask the audience a question. I'd like to ask the audience. Oh. Can you name a country for me where they enacted extreme gun control measures and then people didn't lose their rights right afterwards? Or like, they, they, you know. Or I mean? there wasn't a massacre or now, genocide. No, 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 no. I mean, Australia is not. They're, they're, they've lost their rights. I don't know Yet. about, you know. Right, right, right. So here's the issue. 
The issue might be that we're all just losing our rights anyway, regardless yeah. of whether or not they took our guns. But Oh, but this is the thing. So you're absolutely correct that if people stand by, their rights are taken away. But when you look at, for example, the Freedom Convoy and the fact that the police were too afraid to do anything about it because they thought those truckers might be armed, it goes to show that when people do stand for themselves, even if they as an individual don't have a gun, the idea that they could have a gun is enough to stop the government from cracking yeah. and, down and, on that. And this idea of, of personal responsibility of firearms, is it's, it's, a, it's an idea that's becoming more popular even amongst the left, especially yes. when we look at it from a state-by-state state issues. The the people's ability to be able to defend themselves is dramatically going up on a state level because people are realizing, hey, the government is absolutely not working in the benefit of the general public. When there's a pandemic, they're, they're firing hospital workers. When there's a supply chain crisis, they're limiting the amount of trucks that could go through the border. When there's a financial crisis, they're spending more money. When there's a potential war, they're firing members of the military. For, for not following their vax mandates. They're doing the exact opposite of what they should be doing. They do not care about you. And the only person responsible for you, yourself as an individual, is yourself and no one else. And people realize that more than ever because the, the lie and the mystery of government is being unraveled right in front of them. And people are saying, hey, I, I got to be dependent on myself and no one else. I'm hearing this this impassioned plea from Luke very seriously standing on the soapbox, demanding that people stand up for their rights. And it's very difficult to take seriously because of his shirt. Yeah. The real <laughs> island well, boys. Hey, you got to call these players out because these are big players that are it's pushing him. these agendas that are it's, trying to America into, trying to turn America into communist China where the people are disarmed. They disarmed right. people in communist China. And well, then just, what happened after that? Just explain your Luke, shirt real quick. By the way. Well, this, this is a shirt. It's a classy, elegant shirt that you should wear <laughs> at very fancy uh, events, uh, pro- proper attire. And it's a nice photo of, of Bill Gates and Mr. Epstein, uh, you know, depicted as the real island boys on Jeffrey Epstein's uh, it's you know, just, Little St. James it's just Island with them partying this, and having fun. Staring at this while Luke is like, you must <laughs> preserve your rights and Be stand up. And he's got I know, this, I know. This ridiculous. You know, I, it's not it's ridiculous. It's a very serious shirt that should bring attention to the very close bromance that Bill Gates had with Jeffrey Epstein that was far more extensive which, which with their common thread of population her, control yeah. that they, they loved and shared. And, uh, you know, they're... they're there's a reason the corporate media doesn't want to talk about I'm this. I'm not ragging so. on your Luke, shirt. I, I mean, think your shirt's I know, great. But I'm Hold on. Yeah. Uh, Gates told us Epstein was giving him marriage advice, right? Is I don't that know about that. No, no, no. I don't think he said that. I think Bill Gates said he, he died and he was dead and there's no reason to talk about <laughs> I will him say this. That. that was crazy. <laughs> that exactly. interview was awesome. He was like, what does it matter? He's dead. They're like, so what do you think about how do you feel about your, he died. your relationship with him looking back? And he's like, well, you know, he's dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, oh. You're absolutely <laughs> right on the nail on the head. You, per- you hold picked on, it perfectly. Hold on. He was so nervous hold as on. well. Hey, I was correct. Now, to be fair, this is uh, the Daily Beast. But headline, Jeffrey Epstein gave Bill Gates advice on how to end his, quote, toxic marriage. Uh, who's the source on that? This is, I mean, it's the Daily Beast. So you're going to question that. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't trust the Daily hold Beast. Hold on. Hey, New York Post. Oh, yeah, oh. Exactly. New York Post. Yes. Luke is just going to disagree with everything I say. He's going to go, I don't trust that source. Then he's going to be like, I went to like conspiracy.blogspot.net and yeah. I heard that Bill <laughs> Gates and Jeffrey Epstein. A lot more credible than the, the corporate I, media as of late. To be fair, to, to be honest, to be fair, you're the not conspiracy wrong. theories have been spoiler alerts is, within yeah, the last few months. Is Disclosed.tv legit? Because I keep seeing like new media, new news <laughs> pops up on it and it's like, is this, it as looks far real. As I, as I, well, yeah, just, as far as I can tell, they're good. So I, I follow Disclosed.tv on Twitter. Oh, yeah. They're just an aggregator. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, and and it's so whenever I see him tweet something, 
I always verify. Anybody tweets something, I'll see it. I'll try and verify sources. I try and find what the root source of it is. Disclosed tends to just be aggregating legitimate news sources. All right. Yeah. Good. So you're saying that the New York Post reported that Bill Gates asked Epstein for marriage advice? Well, yeah, yeah, that, that he gave him uh, advice on his, quote, toxic marriage. I'm not sure. I don't know why that's so funny to me that like either of them would refer to marriage and these like. Well, it was it was allegedly because of his relationship with Epstein why uh, uh, Bill Gates's wife divorced him because it was coming to light and because he refused to stop <laughs> hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein. Dude, Whoa. Bill Gates's wife was like, you know, like I don't think it, I think it's a little weird that this guy has this island and Epstein's like, she's toxic, bro. She's toxic. You have to get away from her. Toxic Cut femininity. She's a, she's a toxic wow. woman. You yeah. got to stay with. I'm your only friend, Bill. That's right. Meet a girl like Ghislaine, man. She'll follow yeah. you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It's like I wish I hey, had. There's a shirt, Lou. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? Find a woman like that loves Ghislaine. you the way Ghislaine loved Jeffrey and okay. followed them all. <laughs> yeah. We, we have much? a Ghislaine Maxwell did not, uh, you know, off herself shirt as well. What's up? Uh, that, that one's ahead of its time. Did she get convicted? Because I stopped following the court case. What yes, and we're waiting for sentencing, and we're going to just see oh, what's well, going to happen. But they're also calling for a mistrial because they're Re- saying, retrial. Yeah, yeah, because because they're saying one of the jurors was was tempered uh, tampered with and had previous uh, instances of also being uh, hurt as a child uh and therefore it, co- it, it implicated the case here but it's uh, a, it's amazing that they've they've not implicated any of the uh people who are the, the who are part of the trafficking you know what i mean yeah like it's like they they ran an illicit business with really horrible things okay who was buying and purchasing yes. all those horrible illicit illegal if things if only he had well, footage well, of everyone yeah. who went there and did anything illegal yeah. if only he had been filming that stuff and the fbi only went there was there and safe. were able to find the footage if only there It'd was crazy. a safe with with like, fbi what? labels on yeah. them already you know <laughs> If only no, that man. would happen. Can you imagine? What a crazy I'm, world. I'm, There's I'm, more conspiracy I just gotta, I, I just, I just want to point out to everybody that, uh, this show gets between its clips and like the live show, like, oh, like almost a million and a half, two million. And we're sitting here talking about Bill Gates and Epstein. I absolutely love it. Yeah, we're winning. Yeah. I'm in my yeah, zone. Absolutely. absolutely winning. We're going to get people. tired of winning. We're winning so much. It's true. The people who are hearing this every day, all day, every day, of course they're trying to censor us. Of course yeah. they're trying to censor everybody else. You know, they've gone really hard against Steven Crowder. They're, they're obviously going after, after Joe Rogan. But I'm just sitting here listening, listening to Luke's wearing a shirt with Bill Gates and Epstein <laughs> on it. And we're broadcasting this out to like 50,000 concurrent people. You know, we'll get like half a million in total on the episode. Are you trying to get banned right now? It's like not, we're, we're, <laughs> I mean, I'm messing maybe, with you. But I'm just saying, even if it was just right now, I'm like... We stood atop that hill and held up yeah, that picture you. for all of these people to see. You're right. Yeah, we, we are. The, the narrative is shattering. Their control is shattering. The people are winning. I just, it feels good. You know what but I mean? But it's like, Absolutely. it's like dipping our toes into hot lava. Like seeing all this stuff is like, now we finally see the hot lava. Let's find out. Oh, that's, that's too hot. I'm not jumping in. <laughs> I don't want to know who was at Epstein's Island necessarily. Oh, I do. I, I, do. Yeah. I do, but I don't want to get killed in my sleep. So I don't want to talk about how <laughs> it's hot lava. Let's figure out another but way to on. investigate the lava. But hold on. <laughs> Let me ask you something. If there was anything worth getting killed in your sleep for exposing. I like the way you think. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. I actually Beautiful agree mind. with Seamus. Thank yeah. you. My goodness! Well, I can't I'm a smart I'm guy. This. You should listen to me more often. I, I question that, but 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 that <laughs> Look, other point. Learned, but that point you made specifically about <laughs> it, life being challenging and, and going up against the biggest evils being worthwhile and 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 making something extremely challenging for yourself is, is a great point that you That's, bring up here because we're going you, at the tip of the spear. We're going after some of the most powerful, most sinister, most horrible individuals on the face of this earth who do unspeakable things. We only know a shred of of what actually is behind this whole 
freaking system that is riddled with so many people getting hurt, so many children being hurt in unspeakable yeah. ways. There's so many monsters out there. And if there's anything you should dedicate your life to in this existence, it's to fighting those monsters and protecting the innocent. And uh, this is important work that needs to be done. And I thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to even speak about some of these issues. It is because we recognize the risks in speaking out about these things and accept them and speak about them anyway that we're winning. It's because Joe Rogan stands in the face of these people trying to cancel him and says, I'm going to have these conversations. These guys are credentialed. They're they're well respected. I just want to have these conversations. He tries to be polite about it. But there if we if we were the kind of people that were like, well, we, we shouldn't bring up some of the darkest and most dangerous subjects. Now, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you guys. They're censorship. We we have to navigate this minefield same as anybody else. So we use Rumble. So we set up a TimCast.com. So we put episodes that get a little spicy on Rumble to make sure the conversations will persist. It's not a perfect scenario. We are in a conflict over our right to speak our minds, but we are actively navigating that that landscape to make sure we do. This was not possible several decades ago. Yep. We can come on YouTube. when we When we get issues on YouTube, we put them up on Rumble. And our episode with Darren Beatty is our biggest podcast ever with like 2.4 million views. Because when they come after us, we put it up and even more people get to see it. They can try and censor us, but we are not backing down. We recognize, you know, we're, like I said, navigating a minefield, but we're going to keep pushing and making sure the conversations happen. In an intelligent way with alternatives and backups where they can't get us and they can't screw us over. And even when they do, when they attack us, they only prop us up. Joe Rogan's viewership is dramatically increasing right now more than it ever probably has before with so many governments with so many corporations attacking him trying to silence him they only strengthen his voice and everyone else with the ability Yo. of the opportunities we have in front of us right now to change the world for the better I, I i'd be willing to bet joe's probably been hit up more to go on his show now than ever before yeah. oh yeah absolutely from everybody because they're like this is the platform but I mean, he, he's like he's hosting Robert Malone and the people who are in the know know and they're interested now with all of this craziness. You've probably got some PR guy. And he's like, you got to get some controversy going Go on Joe Rogan's show. It's going to be big buzz. And then they're going to make a big stink about it. And then you're going to be the look. Look at Robert Malone is a household name now because yeah. of this story. Yeah. Peter McCullough as well. Right. Also a mainline doctor. That has the credentials. He's not a he's not a crazy person. He's not a conspiracy theorist. These are medical professionals bringing forward data and information for Americans to consume and to critically think about. And the establishment is losing their ish over it. They're becoming so desperate. They're becoming so pathetic because of data and information and people realizing that they have been conned. I want you to, for all of you who have seen the movie The Patriot with Mel Gibson, just remember that scene. When every, when the line breaks and they all start retreating, but then Mel Gibson grabs the American flag and says, Oh, the line. And he just runs the other direction. And then all of the, the revolutionary soldiers turn around and run with him. And they're like, ah, that's what it feels like. The it's mainstream amazing. media imploding, the ratings in the gutter. There was a time where I, I, I was pessimistic. <clears throat> now I'm watching CNN just literally erupt in scandals where Cuomo is outing Zucker and he's losing his job and it's implicating Democrats. And I'm sitting back with my feet up laughing. 
is glorious. Good. There's this famous meme of two people fighting and the guy in the background kind of smoking a bong, laughing about the whole situation. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a new meme that came out with CNN fighting CNN. And then in the background is also CNN smoking the bong, <laughs> watching CNN just destroy itself That's internally right. from itself. That's literally what's happening right now. And there's consequences for lying. There's consequences for, for distorting reality and doing the bidding of the special multi-billion corporate dollar Freaking institutions that are robbing us blinds. There's going to be ramifications for doing bad things. I think those ramifications are going to be felt more than ever, especially with the cases, COVID cases going dramatically down and people realizing, hey, there was a lot of things up here that weren't going to be passing any kind of reality test. They're canceling themselves over this. I love it. They're, they're, they're like, well, I'm going to ban myself from Spotify. It's like, okay. okay. <laughs> Censor right. yourself. That was yeah. always allowed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what concerns me about what you were saying earlier, Luke, about the, I guess the monsters of, of Earth, the human monsters of Earth that are doing these horrible things. Like, even if they disappeared tomorrow, this is kind of like we were talking about with the methodology and the, if they were just all disappear, you'd still have monstrous behavior. And so it's like yes. if we spend our life fighting monsters, not only do you yourself become a target because the monsters want you dead, but there's always going to be more monsters. Yeah. The and, price and, of liberty is eternal vigilance. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's understandable. It's okay. Like, I mean, this is – do you want challenges in your life or do you want – when you play video games, do you want to be challenged or do you want easy video games that give you everything and give you all the cheat codes? The point what is do you the want? challenge. Exactly. There's, there's a saying that – I can't remember who said it, but life is like a treadmill. If you stand still, you move backwards. If you walk, you stay where you are. Yep. You have to run to get ahead. And that's what we're doing every day. At the, at the bare minimum, in the battle for, in the, in the constant vigilance for freedom, we are, we are walking and exerting energy to make sure we're maintaining that. And if you want to win more ground in that fight for freedom, you have to be pushing as hard as you can. Cause if at any point you just stop and stand still, they start taking as much as they can away from you. No, it's true. That. It's funny because people will often speak as though our goal should be to set up a system that's going to be perpetually functional. And the reality is you can't do that. You just have to try to find a way to foster a culture where people are going to be raising their children with positive uh, ideas and virtues. It, but, and it is eternal vigilance, like Luke said. That's what you need. I didn't say it. It was a famous quote. It was all oh, that. Quote by father. father. No, I know uh, that. Plagiarism. Luke, I don't know. I don't know. Think, I got to talk I slow sometimes when I talk to like, you, I, look, It's okay. I, I, get it's, that, it's I get that you're wearing glasses right now, but do you think I think you're that smart? <laughs> Hold on. What do you think about what he thinks about what I think about? What, what do you think about what I think about what he thinks about? Hey, how was Florida? I hear you were there. It's amazing. You didn't let him answer. I'm not going to answer your shameless questions. You've been in Florida for a couple days, dude. Yes. Welcome. And it's amazing. I came here for a debate and a conversation to be had, which I was really looking forward to, but it's okay. Is it like, does your DNA just change? Can you feel the vibration when you enter that state? I just feel alive. I feel really happy. There's, there's, you know, I don't know if it's just the sun or just the people or the opportunities there. I just love being down there and it gives me a lot of peace of mind and it, and it gives me a lot of inspiration. So, um, you know, I'm they, happy. I'm sure they love you too. Just people need to understand how crazy it is that for those that live in New York who have been under permanent oh. lockdown for years, people in Florida are just like, what? 
Yeah. yeah. No, it's so, like going to the store like normal, eating pizza. Well, what? it depends where you go. There's also a lot of uh, city areas that are also, you know, they, they have the Karens and the Kyles there. But it's good. <laughs> There's going to be a very big political fight in Florida coming up in the next few months, especially with the race for, for uh, the next governor. So this is going to be a place that's going to be very important for the future of this country. Florida has been leading the way when it came to challenging a lot of the stupid narratives out there and changing the face of the United States. So I, I believe the battlegrounds are in florida and that's why i'm you know i'm going to be there we had some plans to go at the end of february i think those got pushed back I'm well not. cpac is in a few days i'm going to be at that and then there's also the bitcoin conference happening in a few oh, weeks right. which well, is also going to bring a lot of major players the, the issue is that the person we hired to do our trailer has just not to, to, oh, to, 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 we, we need all this electrical installed for the mobile yeah but we studio. could probably it's, work something out and find good electricity and good internet at a, at a location where we don't have to depend on any of that other stuff I mean Tim I could yeah it's ah. it's funny, Tim, because you mentioned people in New York not knowing that they're not really understanding that there are parts of the country where things are somewhat normal. For the first couple months of the lockdown, I was up in Illinois, mm. and then I ended up escaping back on down to Georgia, and the difference in attitudes was almost unbelievable. It was like nothing was even happening once I got back down there. People were living their lives. They were like normal, healthy human beings. It was very strange. It was jarring for me. Where we are right now. We are, you know, in the tri-state with Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland. Mm -hmm. You go into Frederick County, mask mandates. Yeah. Now, on the outskirts of it, they usually, they kind of don't bother you. But if you go downtown, it's, they're insane. They scream. You drive for five minutes and they're like, mask? What? What's that? What's that? Why would I wear one? That's why there's so much economic prosperity in Florida right now because businesses weren't hindered by the lockdowns or mandates or kicking their customers out for not following the decrees of their overlords. There's a lot of opportunity, especially economic opportunity down there, and things are booming. West Virginia's doing well, too. Relatively. Relatively. There was a funny story in the AP about this this teacher who who lived in West Virginia, and she, she, she fled the state. And everyone I know, like from all the all the Facebook groups in West Virginia, are like, "Yay!" Like these urban liberal teachers are complaining about things and leaving. Good. I wonder if in twenty years uh, a bunch of our leaders are going to be like, "Yeah, I was from Florida. Yeah, I'm from Florida too. You're from Florida. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Florida." And like all all these adults now that are like normal are because they came Dude, from places yeah. that didn't have to cover their I, face I mean, for two the, years. The CPAC no, 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 moved on, their conference. And what what do you say in twenty years? You said yeah, in twenty years. Yeah, in twenty years, there's going to be like a dude, and he's going he's wearing a jean jacket with the sleeves ripped off, and he's going to be have like he's going to have like an eye patch, and he's going to be like, "Are you from Florida?" <laughs> and the other guy is going to be dressed the same, and he's going to be like, "I am too." And they're going to turn. There's going to be a bunch of NPC zombie people in the post-apocalyptic <laughs> for Florida. For Florida, <laughs> it's like you, you ever play a Fallout New Vegas? Yeah. In New Vegas, for those unfamiliar, Fallout is a video game. It's a story universe based on a post-apocalyptic world, and the the U.S. You know, all the world is bombed, and you know, nuclear bombs go off. Blah blah blah. Cities are wiped out. In the New Vegas storyline, there's the New California Republic, which is after the apocalypse, they start rebuilding their government. I got to say, now, based on what we know about actual history, if I was going to make a game, it would be the new Florida Republic. Huh, yeah. Mm. All the rest of the country would be in, like, shambles, and the economy would be, like, a disaster. And then you'd have, like, parts of Texas, New Hampshire, and Florida would be, like, kind of all right. Yeah, I bet they would recover Louisiana, the whole Gulf, <laughs> and Mexico. 
maybe start a new country down there. <laughs> it, well, it's, you know, it's funny what you're saying about how they're all going to pretend to be from Florida. I bet you that in like 20 years, the Democrats pretend. are going to the, the Democrats are going to be like, no, we were like way against the lockdowns. Like the party switched. <laughs> yeah, there was a big yeah. party switch like 10 years ago. Do you guys remember? Like we were against all of Masks? That. Totally not. We yeah, were no, telling we people to put that. pantyhose on their face. It's, it's ridiculous. Why would we, we do that? that? Oh, the beginning of the pandemic, we specifically said, don't buy masks. I want to point out, I want to point out, Ian just said that all of the Gulf will form a new country. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, they tried that before, Ian. It didn't work out too oh, well. Oh, yeah. Wait, that was Texas, right? What, no. What, the Lone Star It was state. called the Civil War. Yeah. Well, I'm the talking about – The states you know, were like, let's get out. In like a fallout scenario. It would be cool right. to have like a free a free area of the world on that. They got their own ocean. Ian's like, then we could or do it. Then, then the South could rise again. In a video game. <laughs> in a video game. <laughs> Florida, man. Florida, Florida's pretty good, but uh, – I like West Virginia, you know. It, it's 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 very nice. It's got a good mix of seasons. Florida, man, there's coconuts everywhere. Yeah, right. I, I had a I had a yard. What's Orange wrong with coconuts? coconuts no, 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 hold on. Listen, listen. Okay. Yo, I had I had a place in Florida. It was in the it was in the Redlands, which is about like 40 minutes west of Miami, southwest. It's my homestead. It's where that facility for migrant kids was placed. We had too many coconuts. They were everywhere. Like you walked outside and there was literally a thousand coconuts along the Whoa. edge of the yard. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do with all these coconuts. There's just too many. It was it was awful. What do you do with them all? I don't know. We just you left them. Stick a screwdriver in there. You become a good entrepreneur, and, and yeah, then exactly. you build a stand, and then you put them on the stand, and you say coconuts for five dollars each. Pick one, and then use an honor system. I think the I man think, made a good then, point. I mean, you don't even you don't even have to work. I think it was the work for you. I think it was like decades of coconut pileup. Oh. And like they were just like uh, I don't they're not rotten but like decayed. What's the expiration was, date on? A I don't coconut? know, but I got I'm, I'm being serious out. when yeah. I say there was an insane amount of coconuts just littering the oh, property. That's awesome. Or if you need to shoot stuff, you don't need to have targets. You could have coconuts yeah. that you yeah. could just shoot. Right? I feel like we had chickens be down there used for coconuts. Yeah. We had chickens, but the wild critters kept killing them. Looks like you get four to eight months of coconut, uh, unrefrigerated package that's dried coconut. Oh. So we actually we tried we we, we tried to get up one of the palm trees to get a fresh coconut down and it was really hard. Why did you try that? This is like a everywhere. week. You get a week. W- because we wanted a fresh one from the tree, right? Yeah. So we finally ended up getting one down. I can't remember how I think someone climbed the tree and it was just like, it was a pretty crummy coconut. There's like very little coconut <laughs> juice in it and we were like, man, you go to the store, you get those those coconuts with the so full of juice or whatever. There was, When I lived in New York, there was a guy who just like had a safari costume and he had a, a machete, and he'd pull out a coconut, and, he, and he'd, he'd spin it while whacking it. Yeah. And then he would pour out the coconut juice, scrape it all off into a blender, and then he would press a sugar cane right there, and then blend it up and hand it to you. It was like the healthiest, most delicious thing ever. That's going to be my goal on what I want to do in my life. I want to be that coconut dude. And, <laughs> and I'm probably going to be doing some kind of survival class. I have no idea how to survive in the tropics. I, I know how to do like survival trainings in the north. But I'm going to be probably learning survival training in the tropics. Um, and if you guys know anyone that can teach Luke, me, let me know. Luke, Luke, hold, hold on. Luke, Luke, that's not important. What's important is that scientists find putting pantyhose on your head makes your mask safer. After <laughs> testing seven ways to make masks seal better around the face, researchers found that a pair of ho- ho- hose- hosiery? Is hosiery. hosiery does the trick best. I hear Yo, glue they're, works they're, too. they're screwing with us. They gotta be. This, yeah. At this point, gotta look be. at this image. It is obvious they are screwing with us. What the? There are going to be people who are going to be wearing pantyhose on their face. Oh my God. There's people who are going to do this. They're, they're doing the a double bit, masking thing. Yeah, they're doing they, a bit. It, yeah, it obviously works. It it tightens the pole, <laughs> but that, so does Scotch tape. I mean, what's the point? I, what are they trying to 
Trying to sell pantyhose? They're literally trying to embarrass you. I think that's what it is. Like, they want people to be humiliated. This really does look like they're trying to see if they can get people to do it. Like, there was some some scientist, and he was like, hey, I bet if we tell people to put pantyhose (laughs) in their face, they'll do it. They'll do it. And then they're like, they're stoned as they're, like, sitting in the lab. And it's like, dude, I'm going to write it up. And he's typing (laughs) it up. No way. They're They're not going to fall for it. Dude, tell them you got to, like, pull it extra tight. We'll pull it tight. And they're laughing. And they submit it. And Vice is like, oh, wow. Oh, and they publish it. These guys are just, like, high-fiving each other. Yeah, they chest bump, and they're like, we did it. Why is Vice making this an article is the bigger question. Why do they think it's newsworthy to to propagate this kind of information to their audience? Well, because they want to save lives, Luke. (sighs) Modus operandi. Mummy. Look at this one. It's called Mummy. Oh, my gosh. So they have a bunch of different styles of putting a mask on, and they have tying the bands, no hack, tape. Look at that. Pantyhose white and pantyhose black. Dude, this is such... Different colored pantyhose do better. This this is such LARPing. Look at the the mummy one. What what does that mean? All right, dude. (laughs) Mummy. The person who made that graphic does not do any of those things, and they don't know anyone else who does either. What if you saw a mummy guy at the airport? If you saw somebody like that with their face bandaged like a mummy's face, that'd be so hilarious. We have space helmets. That's true. true. Yeah. You want? Oh, so I to one of those with me next. So, time. so here's the funniest thing, though. So, we I bought these big plastic helmets that they were marketing at the start of the pandemic. Like, why wear a mask when you can wear this? And you can't hear someone when they're talking. A lot of people point out, like, what if you sneeze? Because it's like a space helmet. Oh, gross. And here's the best part: you can't wear them on planes anyway. Oh. Yeah, they're they not. Still want you wearing a mask because yeah, that's what the rules say, and they follow the rules to the T. But it is yep. a mask. The nope. rules are very important. Nope. It, count. it does not count mask. as a mask. It yep. has to be a cloth mask. <laughs> so you, ha- if you want to wear the space helmet, you can literally be wearing a space helmet and a hazmat suit, and you have to wear a mask underneath. And then if I reach in to pull it down and take a sip, well, what like, if you hey. make? What if you put the cloth mask like over the plastic of the space helmet? Like, <laughs> would that be? Oh, that might work. That's, that's an interesting point because you'd be like, "I'm wearing the mask." Well, yeah. it's like apparently it's plastic that like doesn't really do anything. So, it, why not? dude, it's about obedience. Exactly. There was there was a guy who wore exactly. panty. Uh, he wore panties on his face, yep. which which is a cloth mask, and they kicked him off. This is going. Well, to they be... didn't see this article yet. He's the one who wrote it. <laughs> not not pantyhose. Panties. Oh, panties. This is going... oh women's Excuse underwear. Me. I want to make Gross. a crude right, reference that's a weirdo. here. Uh, Seamus, get ready. Ha- ha- cover your ears. I'm going to make, make a crude. I'm going to make a crude Ian, there's uh, a lady, reference. Oh, okay. be, you know, make sure your ears are safe. <laughs> Say Ian, there's a lady <laughs> present. I said, I said, did I call you Ian? <laughs> Ian's yeah. the one I'm used to saying things that make me uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. I'm, Ian, I love you. You know. They should, yeah, they're going to prepare the people. You ready, Seamus? They're going to prepare. This is preparation for the U.S. diplomats that are going to be going into China, who are going to have to oh, be tested right. in a very specific way that I've been warning about for many specific years. What's the Chinese? government is bringing back specifically for the olympics with butt their swabbing? butt swab covid Woo! test it's not even not swabbing a- it's butt insertion because it uh it, it's it, it goes out it's Luke, literally it's just, just a medical procedure that's not oh, so they don't swipe they just and go in they go in they don't swipe they, they, they how is that there. normal is that better that's than the that, nose i don't get it people are doing it that's what's that's happening in China. Thing. Yeah, because they, they can't use their hands to resist. They so they just hold them down. The U.S. State Department yo. had to send an official notice to China saying, "Stop doing this to our diplomats." <laughs> yes, I, I wonder if like and now they're bringing it back for the Olympics. I wonder if Fauci and Bill Gates are just like taking big bong rips in the, in the back room, laughing and. Yeah. And Bill's like, you should tell him to put pantyhose on next. And Fauci's like, hey, well, well, and then we'll tell him to wear two pantyhose. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> they're literally Beavis and Butthead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 Bill. I like that, com- that cartoon. As a cartoon we idea. Should, we should do it. Hey, Bill. <laughs> that would fuck. That would be cool. Yeah. What? Make him wear uh, 
Make what's next? Heads. That's the question. What What are they going to make you do next? Here's the thing. Use it's, it's like got to start fizzling out, right? Gloves. Because infections are going they, they down. They never did gloves. I'm surprised. Down. I hope I'm right. Uh, what were you saying? Gonna be a lot of other people. I, I think this – well, I think because cases are going down and they're desperate to search for other stories, the COVID stuff might start to fizzle out and they're just going to try to replace it with a new story. Uh, the COVID stuff, I mean – the actual virus is mutating, and now we've got Delta strain, or we've got Omicron, Omicron now. now Where have you been, Ian? We've got them all now, uh, which is less deadly. So I think that the whole pandemic thing is, seems to be quieting down. It just Agreed. feels like it the last couple of weeks. Well, the cases yeah. are going down dramatically, dramatically. Uh, in Canada, in the United States, and there's trends that uh, you know people, countries like South Africa are following, and we're following those trends very closely. And that leaves a lot of room for optimism. And there's also going to be a lot of people wanting some significant, um, how do you say this, um, accountability. Revenge? Reparation? Retribution? I was going to say retribution, but I didn't want to go there. Um, But there's going to be a lot of people who are going to want to hold the government officials that locked them up accountable for their uh, crimes against them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean, people are going to be very pushback. upset. People are going to be very upset about it, but that's why the media is going to do everything they can to just try to talk about something else. Of course, they're not going to go like, well, you know, cases are down. Things are okay. You can go back to normal life. They're literally just going to stop talking. Well, they're going to need to shock the general public with something dramatic to get us away from paying attention to the reality of the larger circumstances that are going to be unfolding within the next few weeks. You think they'll uh, do a false flag in Ukraine? I've been, uh, well, this is what the U.S. State Department is saying that Russia is going to do. Um, very, very, uh, there was a press conference by the State Department. And they were questioned by a journalist specifically asked about this because the State Department came and said that they were going to do a false flag. And, and a journal, the journalist was like, this is like Alex Jones stuff that you're talking so, about. And the State Department couldn't answer the question of any kind of legitimate evidence presented accusing Russia of doing Are they going to do a false, false flag where they have an American do some crime and they're like, that was a Russian dressed as an American? Oh my goodness. Possibly. So many levels. Possibly. There's many different possibilities here, but wars are started under many times historically through false flag operations. That's Gulf what of Tonkin. His, historically, you know, because because you can't just pre- preemptively attack someone um, and just say we, we just needed to do so. You need an excuse for the general public to go along with it. You need an excuse to build up the morale of the of, of the soldiers uh, to get them to go out there and to commit some of the most heinous atrocities against other human beings you need a motivation factor um so Cass's there's a big belly. possibility of this what's that cast's belly it's uh cause for war. Uh, an actor yeah. situation provoking or justifying war yeah and that so could be like there's got to be something for it. a claim Absolutely. like your great-great-grandfather owned that land and now you have a right to it could be that typically no could be it's got to be you. a grievance yeah so it's like it's it's really funny too because often in justifying a war it's to like convince other people that you know, you're on the right side or whatever, so they side with you. Otherwise, it would just be like, I'm going to win the war and declare it. So I'll, you know, whatever. That's how it used to be. It's like, we know we're going to win, so we go to war. Now with the international stage, it's like, okay, we'll go to war, but we need to make sure everyone thinks we are the good guys. Yeah, that's why you first need an information war before you actually have a hot war. You need the buildup. You need the, the, the PR. You need all of, you need to convince people because when it comes to war, when it comes to killing another fellow human being, you really have to sell this idea uh, as a life and death situation. And what better way than to false flag an event to start this because no one wants war. The bankers, the the corporate heads, the billionaires, they want wars you, and they will stop if, um, at nothing at getting it. If country leaders got together like Biden, Putin, Xi, all these leaders, that they could do something that would 
be more powerful than global banking? Um, I, I don't know about that. Um, I, I think, you know, I was, I was thinking you were going to say they were all going to be dosed by DMT. Yeah, that was first. <laughs> and then maybe there's a potential for Understood. doing this. That's, I thought that, I thought you were going there for sure. Uh, but that's a very hypothetical question that I don't have the answers to. I wish I did. I wonder where the power lies. I usually think it lies in the military, but like you're saying, information and, and Someone. economics. Someone super chatted Gulf of Honkin. Gulf of Honkin. Slam dunk. That is pretty That's a good. That's a good the, the Gulf of Tonkin is an excellent example for anybody who doesn't believe in false flags. They tell you you're crazy and Alex Jones be like, what are you talking about? Gulf of Tonkin's on Wikipedia. Yeah. It's yeah. like the Ameri- Americans claimed they got but, attacked but even, by entering a war. Even Germany's invasion of Poland, there was an attack on a radio station right. that was questioned as there was prisoners that were dressed up in German uniforms and Polish uniforms. There was allegedly a skirmish where Poland attacked Germany first. Operation um, Northwoods. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's so many instances, even, you know, the sinking of the, there's questions about the Lusitania, Lusitania the Spanish-American oh. War. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, there's so many of these instances incidences that of course it's 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 more common than uncommon and we should always be wary of them especially with such a tense situation unfolding right now between the united states and russia with the military industrial complex and the corporate media pushing everything towards a direction that's going to mean some kind of war in ukraine which is going to be they disastrous need they need yeah. it i want to i want to i want to make two very important points absolutely before we go right. to super chats the, the 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 democratic establishment is in such dire straits they need a conflict war usually does really well for leaders i don't know if it'll work this time around because we got the internet but the other thing you need to understand is joe biden should already be campaigning and fundraising donald trump already is now not full scale but the fact that there's not even any kind of hints of, of re-election work on joe biden's part leads me to believe there's there's we're starting to see the beginning of evidence he's not going to be running for 2024 If it's true, he's saying he's gonna, right? Hmm. But come on, look at the guy. If it's true that Biden is not running, we would probably know within the next four months because the Democrats need to get people fundraising for primary season. And normally with an incumbent president, they'd be gearing up saying support us. But Joe Biden's not doing it yet. We'll see. Just so you know, though, we should know very, very soon. Biden's inviting Russia to, to invade Ukraine with his statements and comments on that situation, yeah. which which is only getting more tense with the United States shipping in more weapons, sending in more troops. It's it's crazy. All right. Let's read some super chats. If you haven't already, if you haven't already smashed the like button, one like is one honk. Yep. Support the show. Subscribe, subscribe to this channel and become a member at TimCast.com. We're going to have that members only segment coming up around 11 or so p.m. And as a member, you are helping us do this show. You're helping keep all of our journalists employed. You're helping us expand and do more in the face of all of the lies and the manipulations. Let me just let me just mention that you guys supporting this show has directly contributed to the the cultural shift that sees CNN on the outs with abysmal ratings. Our show doing better than ever. So thank you all so much. Seriously, let's read these super chats. We got Simon who says, "Please support Convoy 2022 New Zealand to stop the New Zealand mandates." Two convoys of trucks leaving the North and South Island of NZ and meeting in the middle at the capital, Wellington, on Monday, NZST Sunday, EST. Very, very interesting. Cyclops says the new Jordan Peterson album, Truth and Dragons by Akira the Don, drops tonight. Ooh. Come join us on the uh, on the premiere. Lids can vouch for Akira and Meaning Wave. He's wonderful. Very important super chat here from the, the Pippin Viking. Honk, honk. 
Oh, yes. Very, very important. I got you, buddy. All right. Carl Andrew says, Luke, I heard a tale you were barred from TimCast until you could lift your RV from a Mar-a-Lago swamp with Alex Jones sitting atop it. Welcome back. <laughs> it was pretty heavy, but uh, we were able to, get, able to get it done. Jordan says, honkity honkers. Huh. All right. Christina H. says, honk honk. Luke is my hero and Lydia is my spirit animal. I love oh. you all. Well, there we go. Nice. What kind of animal are you, Linda? Uh, I think we came up with like an otter or something. I don't remember. Really? Silly. Andre says, breaking, Ontario needs to reassess the value of COVID-19 passport system, top doctor says. Mm. Ooh, could it be that the truckers are winning? Perhaps. Isaac says, I feel like money being given to BLM was some sort of ransom. It sounds like a we'll riot and burn the town down unless you pay us sort of thing. Yep. Ooh, but they point. still did that. They still did it. Sure yeah. did. Maybe they stopped and they started getting some of that money, though. Uh. All right, we got money. Filthy Pete says, I hate to be the energy killer, but I believe the trucker convoy is another government planned psyop. Probably the scape, probably to scapegoat the truckers and blame them for the massive supply shortages we are about to see. Maybe, but I think we already had supply shortages before the trucker convoy anyway. So, you know, maybe, maybe. And plus the government is implementing a policy that will only exacerbate the global supply chain problem even that much worse. They're responding and protesting a policy that would open up the global <gasps> supply chain. I actually did a video about this because there are elements of this, especially with allegedly Elon Musk supporting the truckers, especially with him trying to bring autonomous trucks, especially with him, uh, you know, being a billionaire that, that leads to a lot of very serious questions, especially with the possibility of global supply chains being interrupted even more. Yeah, if you had as as autonomous a, trucks and you controlled the fleet, you could just block traffic at will. Yeah. Mm. So that's but a I think by private. and large the movement is a net positive and, a, and she, Seamus looks defeated right now. I look someone and they pointed they're right. That would have been a good joke. So there's a super it chat. It happens every now and again. There's a super <laughs> chat from James Nelson. <laughs> Uh, Seamus put out a video, a cartoon on Freedom Tunes, where Trudeau is don't, trying. Don't spoil the whole thing. You guys should check it out. The, if you read, but, but read the comment. Tim, what happened? Just I, tell me. There, it's just it's. What I was going to say. Is Why don't you watch it, Luke? It's no, a minute. Okay. It's Trudeau and truckers. It's short. It's Trudeau and he's trying to talk. Truckers. Just, yeah, and the, the truckers. Truck Trudeau and there's truckers. <laughs> James Nelson says, Seamus, you missed a huge joke. When the trucks fly by, the diesel smoke should have left a black face residue on Justin Trudeau. <laughs> well, James, I actually find that very offensive. So. <laughs> I thought of that joke. But I said I'm going to be bigger. Than you that. missed it. That, <laughs> that, that was no, that you it. a good bit. You know what? It's 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 a good bit. I'll admit it. Every now and it. again, this happens. <laughs> Delete the video, re-upload. You know, it. you the do. You do. You, you work. You, can, you, you make a cartoon a week. Sometimes two. Have a great team helping you. But every now and again, series. sometimes something slips through the cracks. But I appreciate that. Ah, uh, I'm kind of kicking myself. Oh, I'll just, just make four or five more. I just got to make a couple more. Look, there will be plenty of of. I had Trudeau do Greenface in another video. You guys can check that out. Yeah, Joe Biden meets aliens. It's. Germanic Bear says, since Luke is basically the guest, can you tell us more about his family from Poland? He alludes he alludes to it very often. It sounds like they are fascinating people worth talking about. Absolutely. My father has an incredible story. My mother is a solid rock, uh, hardcore Polish mom that has all the basic stereotypes. And, you know, my grandparents uh, have even crazier stories, especially when it comes uh, with it comes to surviving World War Two, communism, the Soviet Union. There's there's such crazy, insane stories of survival. I am extremely lucky to be alive. I am extremely lucky to be here since my you know bloodline, my family before me came very close to losing it all. 
wall on many occasions because of big governments, totalitarianism, communism, and fascism. And uh, my people have always been pushing against centralization for a very long time historically. Poland has existed and hasn't existed. My family's history has been wiped out before World War II because of, uh, you know, what, what the Soviet Union and what, what Germany did, essentially exterminating a lot of not only my family members, but a lot of our history that has stopped there, sadly. So I only know we, up until then. And even, even up till then, it's absolutely crazy and mind boggling to hear the stories of my grandmother talking about how she was literally on a train to Stutthof concentration camps and was luckily saved and like, how the Russians came in and screwed everyone and enslaved everyone and started torturing people. My uncle, who was literally tortured by the the Gestapo police officers and the deep state cops that were in Poland at the time. So there's such an incredible history. I should probably do a video about this, just going over my my like lineage of family members that are absolutely hardcore anti-statists. Uh, my grandma being the most hardcore anti-statist of them all. You know what we need? We need an anime origin story for Luke. <laughs> and it'll be like, you know, young seven-year-old Luke and his dad's like smoking a cigarette and he's like, Luke, you must always resist. It's got to It's got to be like Luke's like awesome family going through all these insane things but then like somehow they end up with Yeah, it's just start off with Luke firing Famous. Like this That's a low blow. How dare you? With Luke firing the rocket launcher and in the explosion of the smoke appears like his childhood is like him as a kid with his dad talking. Well, I'm nothing compared cool. to like what my father went through. Uh he was a part of the, you know, solidarity movement. He was a, he was a major uh, component of the movement to bring freedom into Poland and to fight communism. Uh, you know, my grandmother, again, also a big proponent fighting communism, faced being sent to jail on many occasions. Lucas. We had our house raided uh, by the police. You know, it, there's so many crazy stories. Luke, Luke, it's mind-boggling. Luke is third-generation anti-communist. Yep. Were they yep. all out of the Soviet uh, Union it. when it fell, by the time it fell? Uh, some, well, your, your family were they still living there? Well, some of them, that? some of them died. Some of them got, you know, of course, taken out. But I don't hold the candle to anything my but, my family and my my did, forebearers went through before me. I have it extremely lucky. Uh, I'm I'm extremely privileged comparatively to what they had to go through. I mean, they were they were essentially even starved in some instances uh, because of the lack of food under communism. And uh, we are incredibly lucky, extremely privileged, and we should always remember that every single day. And I always remember my family, what what they went through when it comes to my my job and my reporting. All right, oh, we got beautiful. Alex says, "So is Crenshaw going to reschedule?" Yes, uh, they just had a vote. They had, he has. They, yeah, yeah, he's rescheduled. Um, and we are also can we can we mention the Marjorie Taylor Greene thing? Is that okay? I, I won't say the exact date, but yeah. Yeah. Mar Mar uh, so Marjorie Taylor Greene and Thomas Massey, right? Yep. Wow. I believe so. We won't yeah. take the exact date because then when they cancel, like <laughs> inevitable. <laughs> well, I mean, especially with people who are in Congress because know, a vote may busy. come up. But we're uh, we're planning on having Marjorie Taylor Greene and Thomas Massey on at the same time to talk oh, about what's yeah. going on in Congress. But thank 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 our thank the, our lucky stars, Luke is leaving. <laughs> Before that, <laughs> I would have loved to talk to Crenshaw. I mean, I flew here just to talk to him. Well, I, th I well, thought I would have been an incredible conversation. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like. You flew here just for that. Before Luke left, we had we had discussed with uh, uh, Dan Crenshaw coming on the show, and so I told Luke, "Hey, like you know, don't leave yet. Dan's going to come on the show." But Luke was like, "We've already scheduled it," and I was like, "Well, make sure you come back, you know, around then." So there was always the plan to have Luke on the show when Dan came, you know, because what what I, what I don't want to do is make it seem like we're going to bring people on because someone's coming. 
I want to give everybody a fair shake at having their chance to come here and speak their mind, especially Dan, because a lot of people are, are critical of him. You know, a- Absolutely. And it would have been an incredible conversation that could have gone either ways, but I think it would have been positive for everyone involved. You just got to stay until next week. <sighs> just got to stay until <sighs> next week. <laughs> I don't I don't smell that bad. But, bro, you can stick around for a week. I don't know. It smells like potatoes and whiskey. <laughs> yeah, that is so, first of all, that <laughs> so sounds amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, aside from uh, Crenshaw, Daniel says, Jordan Peterson is stateside again. Any plans to have him on? Is he still in the in the U.S.? He, yes, I, I am. Yeah, I don't know. I think so. We'll just have you should bring him on. You bring Jordan on. I'd love to. I hit him up a couple weeks ago, but I, I don't think he's, I don't know if he saw my tweet or no, anything. Jordan know. or Michaela. I know Michaela does a lot of his booking. I would love to get Jordan in here while he's around. Oh, man. Would be That'd cool. Be great. Yeah. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, OMG, is that Luke Rudkowski on the show? How did you manage that? He's so dreamy. <laughs> Whoa. Luke, if there was to be change, who would be or is that change? Uh, you. And, uh, decentral- <laughs> and the ideas and you principles change, of, of decentralization and taking responsibility for yourself and not depending on anyone else, not giving up your power as a human being to anyone else and understanding that your life has value. You have power, dignity, respect, and, and the most amazing thing in your existence, the ability Ability to critically think, analyze information, and then make the right decisions for yourself as an individual. That right there is some of the best things that I have the most absolute hope in, the individual deciding what's right for themselves. Did you feel like Obama ripped you off when he did the Absolutely. Yes, We Can movement? Absolutely. Because those three syllables. And then we people are conflated. Yes, we people can. thought we were related to Barack Obama <laughs> yeah. when we had We Are Changed way before he oh, did. Oh, poor Luke. And, 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 and it, was, it was frustrating Copyright for a bit because everyone, everyone thinks it's like That's what I thought like when a, I met you. I was like, this guy's related to Obama. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, you have great side. perception there, <laughs> Seamus. They probably ripped you off. All right. AWM Fishing and Gaming says, I just post my college degree when someone belittles someone for being uneducated because they didn't follow the state propaganda. Hmm. Aha. Yep. I know some people that will remain unnamed. They're just, they're just like, well, I'm in Mensa. It's like, oh, congratulations. Oh. You solved puzzles. So, so you're you, very smart. You're paying people money to tell you how smart you are? Yeah. How smart is that? That's, that's pretty smart. <laughs> most embarrassing. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. If, um, here's what we'll do. We, uh, uh, members of, uh, Timcast are all are, really smart. You have to be smart. <laughs> and so only the smart people are allowed to be members of Timcast.com. That's right. And we'll send you an email that says you're very smart for you giving us your money. You're very smart. R slash so when, I'm, I'm kidding. Smart. When you talk about smart, <laughs> is it like intelligence and emotions are both like 50 50 part of being smart? Cause I, I have an issue with that word smart. It's kind of vague. I wonder if it's like a combination. Intelligence, like we were saying earlier, you can be intelligent and do horribly dumb things. Yeah. Well, there's different that's kinds of intelligence. You, you, you know, th- that's why different people learn in different ways. Some people could have really good memories, but really bad uh, comprehension. But let's read some more. All right. The Bros Durham says, you guys always forget the most important trade, the machinist. Oh, yes. The machinist. The machinist. The machinists are very important. Indeed, they are. Kit M says, everybody is a genius. But if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. Well, fish are stupid. That is an Einstein quote. Fish are objectively dumb. No, chickens are dumb. Chickens are dumb. They're so dumb. Unless you need someone to find bugs for you. But they are noble. There's a video going viral on Reddit of, uh, I think it's like a hawk attacking a chicken. I saw that one. And then the rooster runs out and attacks it and goes nuts. Heroic. Yeah. Roosters will, they sacrifice their lives to save the hens. So like roosters are not like very nice to the hens, but they will stand up for them. It's kind of crazy because (laughs) roosters in many ways are like, 
more likely to be a better man than a human. <laughs> no. Like there are a lot of guys that will like run away and leave That's their true. girl in danger, but roosters won't. Nope. They'll be like, I will fight that bear. <laughs> and then they'll just get mauled. A lot like of toxic masculinity. Yeah. Is those yeah. <laughs> toxic rooster masculinity, man. By the way, I did, I did not mean to make fun of that super chatter. There, there's an interesting thing about that quote. However, I would disagree with the idea that everyone's a genius because then, the, then, then the word loses meaning. That's I think true. it's an Einstein. I'm pretty sure that's an Einstein quote. Well, yeah. maybe he wasn't. He was made to feel stupid yeah. in school. Uh, yeah. it, it, it's no, it's, a, it's a famous quote. There, no, no, no. I've heard it. I get what they're saying, but I wouldn't say everybody's a genius. All right. Grizzlab says, hey, Tim, a Canadian trucker here. I can explain trucking industry and what Trudeau did to our economy on your show if you allow me. Well, it's always difficult to bring people from Canada, but uh, you can always send a shout out to what spin the UFO at gmail.com. That's right. You will check those. Yep. And uh, we will we will we will talk. See if I, can I think it would actually be really great. Um, we've had a bunch of recommendations for truckers and people involved, and I have so a trucker. Yeah. We should we should try and figure that. That'd be cool, mm-hmm. actually. Thomas Sidebottom says, "Seamus, some churches are on metaverse. I'm curious what you think of this, given your views on how church affects sense of community." Some are even performing baptisms in virtual water. Do you consider these baptisms legitimate? No, I don't. I don't consider those to be legitimate baptisms. I'm no theologian, but I understand. So I know at the very least, like with with confession, for example, if you want to be absolved, you have to be like in person with the priest. You can't do that virtually. I think it's good for people to build a faith community over the Internet. I think it's really great to stay in contact with like-minded people, especially if there aren't folks around you who share your values. But uh, I, I don't believe that sacraments could be administered digitally. I can I can double check on that, but I'm 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 pretty sure. Again, no theologian here, but Shiloh Cruz says, "Do you remember when BLM insisted that it's okay to destroy Jesus statues and portraits because Jesus was black? How does that line up with Whoopi's belief that Nazi Germany was whites versus whites? You remember that when they were when yes. Black Lives Matter was desecrating religious symbols, yes, and I then do. they tried claiming all these people were different races or whatever. The funny thing about it is that everybody knows Jesus was Japanese. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. What? There's I a, there's that. actually Japan, yeah. but uh." uh you uh, you probably know this. You can find depictions of Jesus among all yeah. many cultures. Well, and that's actually very important. The Catholic Church and I would say Christianity in general, in general, but I would say particularly the Catholic Church because that's the tradition I'm most familiar with, has always been completely fine and even encouraging of people depicting Christ to look as if they are part of the same ethnic group that that person is because Christ is the visible face of the invisible Father. And to put so much emphasis on his ethnicity that you would say you can't envision him as looking as if he's from the same group you are is ridiculous. I've heard so like, progressive. I've yeah. heard theories yeah. that it is like yeah. you know it's diversity or whatever, but they don't like it. Like, they no, tear they hate it. down. The theories that Jesus is like an idea uh, from like the sun god from from Egypt. I've heard wild theories that it's more of um just this caricature that people have like bestowed up. You guys, I've heard that, do, but that's uh, yeah, that's all the, the Egyptology stuff is like really they'll say things like oh he's based on the sun god. That's why we call him the son of god. But in the ancient Egyptian language, the word for like the sun is not the same as the word for uh the male child so like it's it's really it's based on it's, it's based on english puns it's really yeah. not a legitimate theory but you guys should have a long conversation i think ian i think we should actually i, I would be very interested i, I in feel that. like i wouldn't be able to bring enough to the convo but if i, I trust you oh, if you a, think we could do it and it would be entertaining i'm 100 percent. otherwise a totally third don't. person that's like a, yeah. a no, expert in some what else. works is you'll be the hippie dmt guy just ask a bunch yeah, of questions just play devil's advocate honestly yeah, that's another fun thing too just yeah. like poke and prod me it's, it's, difficult. Yeah. it's it's difficult Chemist to answer likes questions to be sometimes. Yeah, I knew you were going to make some dirty stuff. <laughs> you sick man. But yeah, no, I mean, like, like just, I, I think that would be interesting. We just sit down, you ask questions, challenge my what? arguments. I'd enjoy that. This, that. Is, this is the funny thing about when I see 
the, these like liberal types on Facebook posting pictures of a Middle Eastern Jesus. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, Christians, this is what Jesus looked like. And I'm like, I don't think they've okay. ever actually talked to a Christian, a, a Christian person. Yeah. yeah and, and if you, uh, so the, what I always do is I, you Google search and there's Japanese portraits of a Japanese Jesus. And so I copy that and just paste it and say, you're wrong. Jesus is Japanese. Yeah. And I do that basically because of what you said, that different cultures depict him as, you know, their ethnicity. But yeah. these people don't know anything about the, the the belief. But let's let's read some more super chats. All right, the sinister sibling says, in terms of conspiracies, here's one. I think the D Glock, a World War II German attempt at an anti gravity craft that, according to scientists, disappeared in front of them, is the reason for the UFO sightings. So it's not aliens, but an out of control German time machine. Oh, okay. That sounds like a great movie that idea. How do you sense. spell that D Glock? I, I will fund that movie. That sounds great. How did you spell D Glock? That thing you were saying. D Glock. D Glock. D-E-G-L-O-C-K-E. Thank you. The Germans were working on some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if there was some element of that to be verifiable. There was a funny... uh, Oh, the bell. Okay, this is oh yeah, the clock is the bell. I've yeah. heard of this 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 floating bell thing, and maybe it's spinning super fast, so it reduces vertical lag. I guess you could call it, and it can float sort of if it's spinning Whatever. fast enough. I think that's the idea. All if right. you hit it with an electrical current and it's spinning super fast, Corey G says Tim got it right. The average person is basically a child. People stopped growing up because good times make soft men. Yep, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and it is really is true. Uh, I think you look at, uh, we'll use Luke as a really good example. Luke's family history made one heck of a hard man. Strong man. That's probably the right way to put it. Right, Luke? I, I still don't hold a candle to what my family went through. Yeah. No, so. but I mean like, you know, especially your dad, right? Yeah, yeah. He went through all this hardship. You grew up seeing that and, you know, you, you guys fled. You were born into a Soviet satellite state. Your family flees. You come to the United States. So you knew what that hardship was. And that seed planted in you allows you to grow up and do the work you're doing now. And appreciate what opportunities we have here in this country, yeah. which, of course, we didn't have and still in some elements don't have in Poland, even though Poland's doing really well right now comparatively to the rest of Europe. But still, comparatively in, in America, we are extremely privileged, extremely lucky. And any opportunity you have, you have to take, especially when you look at it from an international perspective, understanding how the world really is. All right. Dr. Marcelo Santos says Brazilian here. Bolsonaro is freedom loving, fighting against socialism and narco traffic in Brazil and South America. Google El Pollo. The chicken? chicken? El Pollo Loco. Huh. Remember when Bolsonaro got, they tried to kill him, they knifed him in the gut? No. Yeah. yeah oh, dude. yeah. Was that recent? No, it was no. Just years ago. He was, they, he was at a rally and they were holding him up and some guy just plunged a knife into Jeez, him. Jeez. hard. That's crazy, man. <laughs> yep. And they were like, fascist me. People are crazy. That's what he screamed, yes. Waffle Sensei says, Luke broke the science. Yeah, I did. He did. I did. He was asking for it. Machismo Joe, Machismo Joe says, we need the 50 BMG because we have to push for autonomous cars and trucks that could one day decide to initiate Carmageddon. It's yep. that simple. When the robots take over, a shotgun won't stop them. Mm. Yeah, I saw that article that said Optimus Prime was not at the, at the convoy. Oh yeah. <laughs> was, was that fact checked? Yeah. His silence, yeah. his silence has been deafening. That's right. On this. That's true. Okay. I don't know if I can read this person's name, but uh, Cooter says, Johnny, that's not the full name. Johnny Knoxville has had a cannon since Jackass 2. Man, Joe Biden, he's just got to watch Jackass. Yeah. You know, you can go, you can go online and just buy cannons. There's a new Jackass coming out. All right. Immortal Sinban says, Tim would love your feedback and anyone else who wants to check it out. Uh, of our heavy metal cover of Will of the People, 
It's the newest lyric video on our Immortal Sin Band channel. Also on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Deezer, etc. Oh, really, really cool. I uh, I appreciate and encourage people to cover yeah, the song. And, and so just, cool. You know, that'd be really awesome. Well, well, you looked at that video game, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't fall through. R- remind me after the show, because I want to take a look at that. Okay. And we'll take a look at uh, uh, your heavy metal cover. And then if you go to my Instagram, one of the posts, it shows like a computer screen. We're working on what is essentially a sequel to Will of the People. It's like not really a sequel, but it's in the same universe. The song is based and it's called Pain. And we've got Pete Parada, formerly of The Offspring, who's Ooh, done yeah. the drums for it. We've got a rough mix so far, and it just sounds so good. I'm so excited. Yo, Pete, you rock. Yeah. It's so literally. good. And and Pete posted a video on his Instagram of how he did the drums. And it's like three different drum tracks. He's playing the drums in different ways at the so same time. Cool. Is that Pain so for Pain? Yeah. I got yeah, this too mixed dude. up, dude. And I, Carter insane. sent me the latest mix. Yeah, me too. And I'm just like, the song's good enough. It doesn't need vocals or anything else. It's just good enough already. But but I, someone told me it sounds like a song from from like a Tony Hawk Pro Skater game. Yeah, they're like, cool. it sounds like you know Tony Hawk Pro Skater music. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I That's dig awesome. It. All right, Tina Collette says, I live in Wyoming. We lived in a community a few years ago that had a cannon. They would fire it a couple times a year. I can guarantee there are several times the number of guns to the population and no gun crime. The funny thing is. Most of the weapons from back then aren't regulated firearms. You can, you can like, they're, they, you have to muzzle load them. They're not banned. They never were. They're not now. So Joe Biden coming out and being like, you can't have a cannon. It's like, you can, you could, you still can. You probably always can because it's archaic technology. But people had warships back then. I'm tired of the lies, dude. That's why I'm saying like, the Second Amendment guarantees my right to own nuclear nuclear warheads. So here's the question, Tim. Do you think – I mean some of them I'm sure are lying, but do you think they're lying in mass or do you think a lot of them just don't know anything and they assume – They're NPCs. Well, it, it sounds right to say that you can't own a cannon, so I'll just say it even though I've never yeah. looked into yep. it. Yeah. It just sounds right. Yeah. Exactly. You can't own a cannon. Yes, I can't. You can't own a tank. Mm. Yes, yes, you can. Yeah. There's There's websites where you can buy tanks. Vice did it. I think BuzzFeed did it and Vice did an article on it where they were like, here's a guy who bought a tank and like drives it around. We, there, we, we saw, I, I saw a, 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 a guy in West Virginia who had a, a, a Jeep mounted 50 BMG on it. <laughs> like, awesome. you're, you can have these things. It's like, it's not easy to like, they're making it harder and harder and harder, especially with the NFA, but you can have these things. Cannon's a weird one because it's useless. Uh, relatively, you can't conceal it they nope. can't they're hard to aim i mean they were good when you were finding <laughs> boats that move really slow right. you're gonna think a cannon's useless till someone points one at you yeah, <laughs> yeah that's i am that's a good point I'm into the that's talking about <laughs> should citizens are we should we legally be allowed to have nuclear bombs i don't know that's we should i don't think we can have that conversation in five minutes civilians should. should be able to own anything a soldier can own yep it's a good rule of thumb all right i don't Joshua. think the soldiers have can own those either only president no, has sorry. access to there that stuff go. Joshua Thomas says, as a diesel mechanic for a trucking company that does a lot of grocery shipping, I am ecstatic for some of these truckers. Also, being in Las Vegas, I don't know how many people know that this city would not exist without them. Hmm. Vegas is being terraformed. Yeah. You know this? So what's happening is, this is an amazing story. Last time I was in Vegas, I noticed there were a lot more clouds. Than the, so I, I went to Vegas in like 2012, and then it came like five years later, and I was like, it's, it's kind of it's like a lot of clouds up there. Mm-hmm. And I asked people. It wasn't super cloudy. There was just some clouds. And they were, they said what happens is people will get on planes, they'll fly to Vegas and they will do their dirty business. The planes will unload all of that waste in Las Vegas airport, which goes into the sewer systems out there, which brings moisture and water into Vegas, which then evaporates, goes into the atmosphere. Isn't that crazy? 
That is pretty crazy. And then they, they also, when they ship in water and drinks, people drink it there, use the bathroom there. They're effectively moving massive amounts of water into the desert oh. yep. and making the air bring, bring moisture in, which is, and they're also making lawns for people's houses, which then retain moisture. So they're basically turned, they're de-deserting Vegas. It's crazy. Desert. China's doing that too. But they're well. doing it like more methodically, you know? All right. Let's grab just like one more super chat. David Munoz says, my theory on Great Pyramid construction, sound waves were used to capture a block and move it in place with relative ease. We were able to do it now with small objects. Sound waves create a bubble. I got bad news for the ancient aliens people and for theories like that. It's actually not complicated to have built the pyramid. In fact, the pyramid is one of the easiest structures to build when you have limited technology because it's literally just stacking the blocks up. I think the basic understanding is that all they did was they literally just pushed blocks across thin layers of sand, which creates, you know, uh, reduces the friction. And then they they had people move them up at the center of it and slowly place them piece by piece. In water. They yeah, were in they little rivers. Poured water. I've also heard that, that they poured water in front of them. Uh, so and then it would slide. be easier for them to slide across the yeah. sand. Yeah. And then they would float the blocks in water and they you'd be able to spin the float? block yeah, along the outside of the pyramid, this is one thing I've seen, is that there is a corridor of water that went up around the outside of the pyramid. And so they would literally, and then they would, uh, there's a word for what these things are. You, you shut it off at one point so the water can't go any further back down. And then the valve, you, you get the block yeah. up. No, there's a there's specific word. And oh, you shut I the see, next, I see. Yeah. And it and, moves upward. And then so, they can spin the block around and carve it on all four sides. And then they'd be covered so from the sun and they would keep them cool. Being in the water and working in the water all day. Yeah. So there's there's a dude who uh, talks about like the ancient Mayan structures and stuff, and he was like, it's actually really easy to move multi-ton blocks. And he you was like, it. all all you do is you dig a hole on one side of it, and then it it flips over and moves. It's like it, it's actually oh. really simple. But who gave them the shovels, Tim? Oh, you're right. Aliens. That's right. No, you see what it was was that one day humans had never dug a hole in their lives mm-hmm. until one man. They called him Prometheon. Saw Bill Hole. a dog. Bill Hole <laughs> saw a, a dog using his paw. Uh, uh, you know, and he was like, he looked at his hands and he went, <gasps> oh my and then God. he stuck his hand in the dirt he and saw, moved the dirt. He saw a dog digging in front of a large block of wood that then came and crushed <laughs> the dog. <laughs> All right, everybody, if you haven't already, smash that like button. One like equals one honk. Shout out to the truckers in Canada and all those working so hard and standing up for their rights with the great honking. Go to TimCast.com, become a member, check out our store, get your free honk honk t-shirt. And it's not a free shirt. It's, it's not free. It's free honk honk <laughs> and you buy the shirt. But become a member. We're going to have a members only segment coming up for you around 11 or so p.m. Subscribe, as I mentioned. You can follow us at TimCast IRL basically everywhere. We're on Instagram with clips from the show. So follow us there. Follow me at TimCast Luke. Shout out your shirts. Honk, honk. Uh, my YouTube channel is <laughs> youtube.com forward slash we are change. I did a video today about how desperate the state is becoming. I also do videos on lukeuncensored.com. I'm going to be doing in life meetups in Fort Lauderdale probably next Friday. Uh, to find out about that, sign up on my email list, wearechange.org. And, uh, Seamus. Even though it's uh, really fun to easily poke at your uh, readily available buttons, <laughs> uh, I, I think you do a great job, and uh, I think you are 
are not that bad. That was Likewise. the best joke so far. <laughs> that was, oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> I had to strike you, it down. Do you ever notice it's Tim pitting us against each other? <laughs> I know. It's, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> he, he's the Bill Gates. We're <laughs> the peasants here. And, and we're being trying. easily manipulated and played here. But I have fun. I ha, of you know, course. Poking fun, but, but in all seriousness, you do a great job. And I'm appreciative. Likewise. Much appreciated, man. This is what the establishment fears. That's what Tim fears. That's what Tim fears. No, we're going to power up and go up. But no, I mean, I feel the same way where you know we poke fun at each other we're mutual fans luke has sort of left the show and i've been keeping his seat warm doing mm-hmm. the show and there are sometimes fans are like oh we miss luke or sometimes fans are like oh we love seamus it was but it, i it, think it's uh, i think it should be known that we really are fans of one another it was it was actually funny the day like the last day luke was here right when he walked out the out the door when the show ended we're like all right see you later luke as soon as he did all of a sudden i turn around and seamus is literally <laughs> an inch from my face and he's like hey tim can i be on the show <laughs> no, no 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 i was in luke's chair with my feet up on the table <laughs> yeah. that's right but no um yes. so thank you very much for that and, and again it's mutual and um if you guys would like to uh check out my work i create political cartoons and animations at a channel called freedom tunes we release every single thursday which means we released one this morning it's doing pretty well. It's one of our most popular videos in a while. It's about Trudeau and the Shrucks. I have a feeling that you guys will enjoy it, so go over there and, and check that out. And if you want to help us make more of them, like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, and uh, if you're feeling crazy, donate at patreon.com slash freedomtunes. And thank you so much for your time tonight. I, I had a, an awesome time I on the show. And, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that uh, we were able to get some of these ideas out there. It was really fun. It's fun watching you guys go at it. I like sitting on the, across the table from you. I noticed <laughs> in the old studio, me and Tim sat across from each other, and it was mm. real adversarial. We'd constantly be going at it. Because mm. like, when you're directly across from someone, that's just that's just whenever, energy's just there. Whenever know? Ian would talk, I'd be shaking my yeah, fist. Yeah, yeah, literally, I've, I've seen, him, I've seen so him do mad. that now. Like, I see Tim do that now. Ooh, it starts shaking. Camera. We're Bye. throwing stuff at each other yeah. when the camera's not on. Hey, follow me at iancrossland.net. I love you guys. Thanks for coming. See you later. You guys, freedom isn't free, and neither is the free Hong Kong t-shirt, but it is a good investment, and I really recommend you guys go over to the site and get your own today. We have red and black. They're both awesome. I really want one myself. I might try to get one to wear on Fridays. We'll see what happens with that. You guys can follow me on Twitter and and mines at Sarah Patch Litz. There are free Hong Kong stickers as well you yes. can get. And you can, you know, slap them on things and spread the message. So go to TimCast.com, become a member, and we will see you all there around 11 or so p.m. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.